As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I want to equip you and use against my enemies, yeah. See, you wanted to save you And then learn how to raise you But I forget you from the wilderness <laughs> Three, two, one Here <laughs> oh, we are, Evan We're back again yeah, another Monday. Uh, hopefully, wherever you are in the world, it's nice and sunny and bright. You know, you're wanting to attack this week. Mm. You're not feeling too lethargic. How no. are you on Mondays usually, Evan? Uh, I would usually be lethargic if I wasn't so apathetic. Or is ah. that the other way around? I don't remember. No, that makes sense. That makes <clears throat> sense. That makes sense in my head. But uh, this might cheer you up a little bit. Oh, um, Queasy is back again with a rap. Oh yeah. He's, uh, he feels better this week. He's not as queasy, but he still has a rap nonetheless. So, coronavirus be trying to hide us from our friends. I came from China, let's not pretend. <laughs> Geopolitics got my mind in a fix. Much like Eamon deciding hummus or Twix. <laughs> We'd be in the house chilling on lockdown. This makes extroverts ex- excessively frown. But not the Red Menace. He made a masturbation tent in his bedroom. It's where he watches hentai on repeat during full moons. But watch out for werewolves, ghouls and ghosts. For those are the ones who will make you toast. Not the bread variety, the type where you're dead. So listen to Monsterfuzz and use your head. Or, as Autocrite has put down, Mobsterfuzz. Mo- so, yeah, Mobsterfuzz could be who we said in our true podcast? crime. Yeah, Mobsterfuzz. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Robert. Hey, Robert, watch it. Watch it. Did you talk to the guy about the thing? Hey, you got a, you got any of them boigas? We're back to <laughs> Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mobster Fuzz, you better watch yourself. 
Shredder, um, where is <laughs> Yeah, so so Mobster Fuzz is our new spin-off. Right, Have you got anything Fuzz. for us today, I mean, about this uh, <clears throat> lockdown and quarantine yeah, with ghosts? So this one is quarantining with ghosts, okay? Let's try and... Let's try. Do you know, Rob, I was singing sometimes when I'm doing these, I sort of sing a song earlier in the day. Yes. And just like I'd be having a shower and just trying to come, all right, ghosts, blah, blah. And every time I go to do it then, I just... It's not there. Do you know oh. what I mean? It's just gone, okay. so... So we're going right. in raw. Have a, have a seance with with the ghosts. Yeah, we're gonna see what you come up. Try and let the you're in your masturbation tent, maybe. Mm. I don't know. Full moon. Yeah. Mm. Um, Hentai. Okay. Oh, of course, tentacle horn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because there's ten of them. Okay, 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 okay. Every hole. Um, okay. A virus came from across the sea. Now I'm living at home. I'm talking to clients on my phone, but I feel like I'm not alone. There's a ghost that's living with me. There's a ghost sitting beside me while I watch TV. There's a ghost and it's quite frightening. And there's blood that's dripping from a ceiling. There's a ghost ghost and it's in my home. There's a ghost ghost never leaves me alone. There's a ghost ghost never saw him before, <laughs> but the Kung flu virus made him materialize. There we go. Nice. That was very enthusiastic, Evan. I think you're lying about your Monday mornings. I think I've just burned out my my my. In the words of Destruction Derby, your radiator's blown. That's me oh, done no. for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that was all of it. You you blew your load. What blew my load? Evan? It's not the first time. Shan't be the last, and I apologize for my poor performance. <laughs> what is up, everyone? I am Rob. I'm Eamon. We are Monster Fuzz, aka Mobster Fuzz, and we are on uh, Patreon. Uh, if you want to bring over some of your dollars, patreon.com forward slash Monster Fuzz. It features little vlogs, episodes, songs, special merch, and most importantly, our own private Discord chat room, which is where we hang out and chat. Also, guys, we're coming on for next week's episode, will be our uh, year anniversary episode. Um, I won't spoil it for you yet. And uh, yeah, so. This whole month of May coming up is going to be all special stuff. There'll be a lot of stuff on Patreon, and there'll be a lot of stuff for our non-patrons also. So, uh, yeah, watch this space. Eamon, where do we stream at? We stream at Twitch at Monster Fuzz Podcast. Um, ah. I someday will stream when the <laughs> Ewok Village gets better internets. Uh, yeah. it's, it, I'm sure it will be wonderful. Um, yeah, wonderful. Yeah, but Robert is doing it now. He's 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 flying the flag high and proud. Ha, yeah, you have to do it. Uh, our merch is at teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash monster hyphen fuzz. Lots of good stuff over there. Do take a look, guys. Twitter at Monster Fuzz Pod. Everywhere else, you can find us by just searching Monster Fuzz Podcast. Eamon, where do they send in their stories about ghosts during lockdown have or indeed you... about cryptid encounters, shadow mm. people, whatever? Whatever. Have you noticed? That since you've been working from home, calling clients, getting credit for your phone, mm. that things are going bump in the night. There's a ghost ghost living in your home. Uh, yeah, any and all stories of such nature should be sent to monsterfuzzpodcast at gmail.com. Remember to take pictures of your apples, white dog shit and your fezes and send them to Instagram also. Thanks, guys. Uh, big shout out to all of our patrons. Thank you for the support. Means a lot. Eamon, now, here we are. We're getting into mm-hmm. it. 
we're uh, six minutes in and we're getting into it, which is good by our standards. It is. It so is. We're, we're talking about quarantining with ghosts. We are. We are. And mm. here's how we're going to begin by talking about it. So right. we are hopefully coming to the end of the third lockdown. And to be fair, as sequels go, the first lockdown, it was fresh. It was exciting, Rob. It was like a contemporary thriller that kept you at the end of your seat, white knuckling the couch. What was going to happen? Mm-hmm. You weren't really sure. Then we get the sequel, no. Lockdown 2, Lock Harder. Mm. Now, this is good. This adds to the formula. Right. It takes a small step away from the terror of Lockdown 1 and treats us to a political thriller. Are masks more effective? Should we use one, two, or none? Right. Everyone's in disagreement. Rather than human versus human... Or rather than human versus virus, it starts to become human versus human. It always has been. It always has been. Mm. And like any good zombie virus outbreak movie, we turn out to be the real bad guys. So it turns into a political thing where you're either blue or red. Is oxyhydrochloride going to work? Did Donald mm. Trump really just call it the Kung Flu? And why and aren't you... Yes, I did, I did, in but I was song. in the middle yeah. of riffing there, you know, that was like, <laughs> like, that's, you know, again, look, it's just, it's another racially insensitive thing I do without meaning to be racially insensitive, you know what I mean? Like, ah, yeah, look, sure, we know, we know this thing, You know, Jamie. this is what it's we, I'm, okay. I'm literally like a sitcom character, yeah, the one who, who believes all people are created equal, but just can't seem to stop saying offensive things by mistake. <laughs> look, we are what we are. Um, I love everybody, I love everything. I'm sorry, I don't mean to offend anybody, the usual disclaimers. Mm. Um, yeah, did you really just call it the Kung Flu? Why weren't you more worried about your 90-year-old nanny? All that sort of stuff. No, yeah, Rob. It's, um, it's, sorry there, it's, it's, it's interesting how, you know, in the zombie films that we're talking about, it's always people that are the annoying part, right? Mm. It's like in Dawn of the Dead, for example, when they're all holed up in the mall, you know, they're, they're doing pretty well. But yeah. then people just start acting the fucking arse. And yeah. it's the same in The Walking Dead. People just start acting the fucking arse. And like, everything is going smooth sailing. Next thing, some fucking idiot leaves the door open and like the zombies get in or someone runs out of the mm. place because they want to go and find something that they can't get. They're, they're overcome with emotion. <sighs> they they, they, so they act on the a partial feeling. It's yeah, always it, the emotional ones, isn't it? It is, it is. And look, look, I, I do be getting a bit emotional. But I, I feel like in, a, in an actual terrifying encounter I'd be fine like I think when there's right. actually something to like it's like okay this is life or death I'm kind of like alright well that's fine but right. like if I'm in the supermarket and there's too many people there I get a bit tense but like in an actual kind of like you're well you're either going to die or not I'd be like alright cool yeah that is annoying though like little and Aldi at the minute are just like fucking absolutely oh, every man for themselves you know you're stepping over fucking dead bodies on the way in and shit like people are like killing each other over a fucking dr- a, few, a few drill bits or yeah, something lads you know? mashed up against the window <laughs> the day I really walkers don't, are everywhere like, I'm not really huge on like apparently the pay is good in those places but fuck mm. me do they work for their money just, like it's really just sort of like every man for themselves in those places and for people I, I think Aldi are actually in America I think they're like worldwide now so really, they know yeah. the they know the crack yeah basically I think their mantra is that the four I think they only keep like four or five employees in each shop at a time and every one of them has to be able to do every job mm. so it's a bit fucking naff right yeah well it's like I suppose 
for the kind of prices they have and stuff, they're probably yeah, yeah. just, you know, like my understanding is because I knew a guy that worked in Aldi for a while or Lidl mm-hmm. or one of them. And he was telling me basically, you know, he'd be off here doing this and then you get the call, you know, um, customer service rep to wherever. So like yeah. they're all about productivity and they're mm-hmm. like a German. So they're, they'd cut out all the fat, I suppose. And German efficiency. A, German efficiency, exactly. Stereotype. Um, but again, was. machines can be efficient. Human beings aren't always meant to be no. super productive no. and efficient, you know? But again, no. I will say that in my experience of working with people, anybody I've worked with who was in retail or customer service or hotels, cafes, all that, I always find they're the people I like to work with most. They have the most grit and they're like, yeah, grand. Sometimes yeah, sure, people, you have to have lots of coping mechanisms yeah, you know, yeah. to deal with the absolute fucking bollocks that That's you have to it. deal and with. And some people day. who sort of started in offices and decent jobs at a certain at a certain point or, you know, started their career that way, occasionally they just, like, sort of expect everything. It's like, well, this is ridiculous. And you're like, son, I was working doubles with yeah. three hours sleep. Like, this is fine, you know? The, yeah. the fact that at the coffee machine you don't like the taste of that much, it's not the end. You know, you're going to be okay. Come yeah, on, up you, you don't go, get up a break you get like I was a chef, I didn't get a break. You know, you'd, you'd get a cigarette mm. break, and you were fucking lucky to get one. Yeah. So it was always it was always uh, a tough. Grind. And chef in his fucking I like I because I worked hotels a lot yeah. and restaurants. Or sorry, um, I did work restaurants and I worked cafes. So the whole yeah. fucking the whole gamut of all that yeah. stuff. Uh, cafes were okay. There wasn't as much stress. And in one of the cafes, we used to make the food ourselves. So they'd order. Yeah. We go to the back. Like that, that was, but we weren't frying shit up and stuff. It was no. more like you know, it was microwavable shit and stuff. Throwing a croissant in the microwave. Yeah, exactly. Go on yeah. off your pop, throw this in the toaster. Fancy ham sandwich. That's yeah. Thing. You know yourself, mm. coughing on your hands and handing it back to the customer. Um, but like when I was in the hotels, man, I just remember like the chefs, especially the hotels when you were doing um banquets, they were like just small feeble looking hulks like they had yeah, the yeah. personality of hulk and hulk smash and screaming but just lads who were operating on fuck all sleep and nicotine and tough tough work yeah dude i don't know how you manage it like i i didn't do it I for very long that's to... why i managed if i had to do it if i had to do it for long i'm too tall for kitchens as well that shouts out to <laughs> six or five um if if I, one day like, we're gonna get through an episode without referencing Rob's I, height, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna modify like when I'm building a kitchen and shit in a house, I'm gonna modify all that shit. I'm gonna have it like an extra like five inches higher or something like that, you know? Because mm, Robert like, Bourdain I, over there, yeah, yeah. The bathroom in this house is already modified. When I got it done, I got uh, everything put up a little bit higher. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I did. I actually told them I was like, "Here, fucking get this shit set up." Like the builders all did it for me, so happy days. Well, now, Eamon, yes, we're back to ghost and lockdown already. We, we are. Um, so, fill people in. Let's get. Right. Let's get. Let's get. So, started. let's be fair. It starts to get weird by the third lockdown. Yeah, right now we're now third, if yeah, the movie sure. if if the lockdown three had a title, it would be lockdown three pandemic. Yes. At, at this point, people are going on about nanobots and the vaccines. The elite want to kill the elderly. Uh, mm. in line with the Georgia Guidestones, which okay. said that the Earth should only ever have half a billion people. Oh. There's a lad dressed as a buffalo scanning his arse on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Uh, <laughs> and apparently Joe Biden had a bag of sand where his brain should have been, and there's mm. an exact replica out doing his speeches. Oh, Just look at the ears. So lots okay. of really intense conspiracies over the last while. People are bored. Yeah, People are bored. We're bored. And we're kind of saying, so... 
you know, if this was a trilogy of movies, you're kind of going, all right, well, where does the franchise go next? How do you make yeah. the next movie? Um, and we were saying, is a paranormal thriller out of the question? And the answer is no. This is the Monster Fuzz podcast. So we are going to be looking at people who have realized they have been living with ghosts this entire time, but never, never... Uh, were cognizant of the fact because they weren't home enough to to see the spooky things. Yeah, right. So so because of lockdown, you know, you have a lot of people working from home, a lot of people doing remote work. I know I am in yourself. You're at home a lot more now because you're working mm. uh, remotely. And I think uh, there's a lot of people, um, even some of the people in our Discord, are remote learning or remote working. So basically more time spent at home equals more possibility for spook. Yeah. Um, and have you ever lived on your own, Eamon? Um, I have, yeah, I've never lived completely by my own house. You have. Uh, yeah. But I always I lived like it. with, either with a partner or with friends or stuff like that, yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird thing living on your own, you love it, but then anytime something goes wrong, like you hear a bad noise or anything, you're like, oh, I'm dead. Do you know, it's one of those <laughs> type of things. It's yeah. like, there's something psychological about it. Whereas, like, cause it's funny, cause in this house, I'm the male. So if shit went down, you know, obviously, I'd be the one that would have to do something. You're anyway. cartwheeling down the stairs, shit. Yeah, like, dude, I'm, yeah. I'm cartwheeling down the stairs, or shit flying out of my arse to deter mm. the robbers. You know, because if you have, if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to the Hopkinsville <laughs> Goblin episode because that might I'm be a fun segue. Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, so we we basically tell you how to deal with home intruders, mm. um, and so yeah, I, I'm essentially on my own here, but I don't feel on my own. I get you. Whereas when you're when you're living totally on your own, you're like, okay, fuck. Mm. Um, and it does. I remember one time I watched The Strangers, which is that oh, really. I do. Yeah. I have a similar story to this. Yeah, go, go, go. Yeah. And uh, it's just there's not much to it, but just watching something like say The Strangers or Insidious at the time mm. when that came out, it basically made me weed a bix in my bed. Yeah. Um, I, I, I even to watch like I used to read the Walking Dead comics, you know, I on my Kindle. And, you know, sometimes they'd get in your head a little bit. You know, yeah. You'd be a little bit like, oh, what the Well, fuck? definitely, yeah. I, I remember, <clears throat> same thing, I, I watched The Strangers in the cinema. And when yeah. I got home that night, there was no one around. It was just me. And it was just looking at the windows and expecting to see one of those fucking masks yeah. come up, you know? And you're just like, this is fucking shit. And the worst part of it is, like, you're aware that you're being dumb, but you can't stop the adrenaline. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You, you're like, I know this is stupid, but you can't stop the fear. I remember another time I had, and this is years ago, back when I was like in uh, secondary school or whatever. Mm-hmm. I had one of my Michael Myers dreams. Yeah. And I basically woke up at maybe five in the morning or something like that. And he'd been trying to kill me or whatever the fuck. So I was like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, And I was so fucking freaked out that I just couldn't sleep. And I literally had to stay awake. And I could then hear my dad getting up for work and the sunlight coming in. And I was kind of like, oh, I live to fight another day. And I think then I slept yeah. for maybe half an hour until I had to get up for school or whatever. But uh, yeah, fucking when your brain starts going at you. I was really bad as a kid as well. I would watch like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, whatever, Exorcist, whatever spooky movie. And like I would just imagine the dude from Texas Chainsaw just chainsawing down the door coming into the house and just butchering yeah. me and the family, you know. Isn't it so weird how that happens? Like, and that must be like kind of how people that suffer with say um, paranoid delusions and things yeah. like that. Like, it must be terrifying because like they are probably like in that state mm. 
all the time or, yeah. or uh, for more prolonged periods because you know it does sort of I, I'd say that for them is more or less like a background process you know and it must mm. be a really tough thing to have to cope with because there have been times yeah like you said same thing where you know maybe you're a teenager and you watch something fucking stupid or even as an adult you know like I think watching The Strangers I was probably in my early 20s or something like that and mm. uh, shitting me kecks in the bed you know yeah. weebix and yeah, it's 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 that hysteria. It really can come over you um, very quickly. Yeah, absolutely. And it's I guess it must be really difficult, you know, if people have sort of uh, psychotic episodes or whatever, mm. because we're saying like we feel the fear, but you're also yeah. going like, all right, well, the likelihood of you know the demon Bal. Yeah, you're rationalizing. Yeah, yeah, you're kind of going this. I know this is dumb. I can't stop the feeling, but at least I know it's dumb. Whereas if you're if you don't have that logic piece. That's kind of going, oh fuck, you know. So I yeah. think I think this episode. What's interesting about it is we have a couple of stories here about people basically that they start to get the heebie-jeebies, the weedabix and the orange juice, and yeah. they start to go, oh fuck, like there's actually there might be something here that I was just never aware of before. Especially you think you go to work, you come home, or maybe you go to the gym or you meet someone, or you do something. I mean, you're really just asleep at home. Yeah, and maybe yeah. there's a window of two to three hours max when you're actually doing stuff. Yeah, for sure. If you're if you're working like you know, most people I suppose if they're working full time or working at least forty hours a week. And then like you said, yeah, they might have pets to be out walking them or going for mm. a run or even just putting their headphone headset on and playing video games. I mean, you're not gonna really be taking in your surroundings when you're in that sort of situation. So yeah, yeah it does open you know, you're at home more and, you know, in spite of all this, in spite of us having a, a Monster Fuzz podcast where we talk about, you know, the paranormal, cryptozoology, all the weird type of stuff, there's actually really no scientific evidence for any of it. And in fact, there is no scientific evidence for the existence of ghosts at all. It's basically just, you know, sort of feelings, sightings, shitings, it's all that stuff. So it's a little bit, it doesn't, the fact itself doesn't actually have any bearing on our collective enthusiasm for them. So, you know, it still remains. I mean, ghost episodes that we do seem to trend fairly well. So I think Mm. people like ghost stuff. But um, according to a 2019 YouGov survey, 45% of US adults believe in ghosts. Um, this this something really fucking weird is that happening <laughs> as we were talking about ghosts something scary. I I I shit you fucking not right right as I record <laughs> as I'm recording right I'm gonna videotape this so that people can okay. uh, as I'm recording Farty Chair's gone Clitzilla one of her patrons right yeah has gifted me Polybius on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> and he That's says awesome. Robert Fuzz saw this after listening to the episode and thought you would at least get a chuckle have fun and take care buckle up no. Clitzilla That's now isn't that really cool. weird how I'm literally recording and we're talking about ghosts and next thing a fucking Polybius gift pops up on my screen <laughs> it's like what the <laughs> fuck is this on? yeah that's crazy man um so that was weird. That actually freaked me out because I all I seen was you've received a gift and Polybius. I was like, what the? <laughs> yeah, fuck I can see how that like the ghosts are coming after you. Um, yeah, that's nuts. Well, that's a um, fucking super nice thing. Yeah, cheers, Clitzilla. Yeah, fair play. According to the 2019 YouGov survey, we'll try this again without being spooked. 
45% of US adults believe in ghosts. So that's quite a large percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, almost majority. We're, we're getting there. <laughs> Maybe with this podcast, we'll keep spreading propaganda. We might have more believing Someday. in ghosts. In 2009, the, P- the Pew or Pew, Pew Research Center found that 18% of Americans believe themselves to have seen or otherwise encountered one. So anecdotally, I'm an almost 20% of people who have experienced a ghost. We've reported several months ago in a mini fuzz. Yeah, who knows which one. We're, we're up to about 40. That reports yeah. of spooky occurrences have been on the up and up ever since people have been unable to leave their once peaceful homes. Yeah, we did do. We did, we did an episode on yeah, that, right? Yeah, we, we, I um, think it just came up. It was like a stat about uh, some paranormal investigator saying like, yeah, loads of people are saying fucking ghouls all over the shop, grabbed by the ghoulies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, they're haunted by ghouls and fiends and everyone's doing mm. Weetabix all over the place. Uh, we have their stories, Eamon. We have yeah. a collection of yeah. stories for this episode for our listeners. And uh, fairly substantial mm. and interesting stuff, right? Yeah, I took a leaf out of your Furniture. book with the spontaneous human combustion and just tried yeah. to put in, rather than doing big stories that are like, and then when I was 17, and then would you believe it? You know, I, I tried to get them kind of condensed so you get maybe three or four, bang, bang, bang. Uh yeah. And then we'll look at some other some other stuff. Uh, one of the a really interesting story at the end comes from Indonesia, which is the inverse oh, of this ghost story, which we'll explore. And then also some science fuzz about why it is we're seeing ghosts. What's the scientific reason? And then obviously some paranormal fuzz where they would counter argue that with yeah, you know, saying there's fucking ghost lads, cop yourselves on. But we will start with our friend Adrian Gomez. Uh, mm. This is taken from the New York Times, so you know it's legit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so, Adrian Gomez lives with his partner in Los Angeles, the city of angels, where their first few days of sheltering in place for the coronavirus pandemic proved uneventful. Uh, like a lot of us, they worked remotely, they baked, they took two-hour mile walks each morning um, and refinished their porcelain, porcelain kitchen sink. But then one night, the doorknob began to rattle vigorously, so loud that Adrian could hear it from across the apartment, yet no one was there. In mid-April, Mr. Gomez is in bed again, when a nearby window shade began shaking against the window frame so intensely, despite the fact that the window was closed, an adjacent window shade remained perfectly still. The cats were all accounted for, and no bug, nor bird, nor any other small creature had gotten stuck there. So, Mr. Gomez then thinks that this is an earthquake. He Mm. says, now if he's Mr. Gomez, like Gomez Adams, kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. I very seriously hid myself under the comforter, like you see in horror movies, because it really did freak me out, is what he said. That's my Gomez Adams uh, impression, which is very poor. Um, <laughs> now, yeah, I thought it was uh, the Scarlet Pimpernel The Scarlet Pimpernel, yeah Now though neither he nor his partner Noticed any unexplained activity At home before this The couple can distinctly Make out footsteps above their heads But they are aware that No one lives above them Oh no, fuck You know, so he's saying he's saying I'm a fairly rational person You know, he's 26 He works in IT support He yeah. tries to think what are the reasonable, tangible things that could be causing this? And he says, I don't have those answers. And I start to think maybe something else is going on. 
So Rob, that's a that's a nice that's an opener. That's basically someone saying yeah. I'm I'm hearing things and I'm seeing things that I can't account for. He's not talking about yeah. mad ghouls drifting through the walls, but which is but even even that is is pretty rare. Like I mean, mm. you know, like how often do you really experience things like that? Not very often. So I mean. If you're to the point of where you're wanting to write a story about it or at least report what you're hearing, then, you know, you have to assume, I suppose, that there's at least some truth in, in what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, couldn't we offer any op- explanation as to why, you know, the blinds would be rat- rattling and things like that? There is an interesting in- explanation that we'll get into a little bit later, and it gets into, and again, it's a para parapsychological um explanation it gets into condensed energy and blah 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 blah, kinetic energy and sort of touches on poltergeist activity type stuff so the other thing is as well they've discovered that new force of nature um that maybe accounts for these type of things you know did you hear about this i think i i've seen it somewhere but i didn't read into it i don't really know anything about it so they've like basically they've basically discovered a full new force of nature that they don't actually know what it does. Um, like they're sort of isolated. So strong evidence found for a new force of nature. I'll just give you a quick little read here of, of sort of the crack with it. So mm. from sticking a magnet on a fridge door to throwing a ball into a basketball hoop, the forces of physics are at play in every moment of our lives. All of the forces we experience every day can be reduced to just four categories. So you have gravity, electromagnetism, the strong force, and the weak force. Now physicists say they have found possible signs of a fifth fundamental force of nature. So they did some research in Chicago in a lab there, and basically they don't really know how it behaves or anything like that, um, or what it does. But very interesting, yeah. I mean... Mm. It doesn't. There's nothing really like the usage of this force or how it can be applied or what it does is not yet known. Um, but I believe like an MRI machine was invented based off the discovery of things within forces and stuff like that. So, you know, you never know what this might open up further down the line. But very interesting stuff might open the door to other things. Um, but maybe if you want to get all sciencey about it and sort of ruin the fun of it maybe maybe there's forces at play that we haven't identified yet that are causing this you know yeah. and if so they, they could still be haunted absolutely could mm. still be ghosts by the way yeah. well i mean the other part is that force of nature could be something yeah paranormal yeah, yeah totally totally yeah we don't we don't know so hard to say either way but we have here uh patrick hines amen yes so yeah that's him before stay-at-home restrictions in new york Patrick Hines, he was 42, left Manhattan with his husband and daughter to spend six weeks at an adorable cottage in western Massachusetts that they rented on Airbnb. One night, Mr. Hines woke up at around 3am, thirsty for a glass of water. He said he walked into the kitchen and saw a white man in his 50s wearing a well-worn World War II era military uniform and cap sitting at the fucking table. Jesus. It seemed normal in the split second before I realised. Wait, what's happening? And as I turned to look, he was gone, said Mr. Hines. Who was the host of the podcast? True crimes obsessed. Uh, it didn't feel menacing at all, Eamon. 
it almost didn't even occur to me to tell my husband the next morning. So, mm. unusual one. I actually had an experience. Uh, very, it was it was weird. It was kind of like this in a sense. Um, today, I was walking my dog, and uh, there's a car parked in a factory that's pretty close to here, and it has um, you know those like headrest covers for your car. Yeah. It has like an Elvis Presley headrest <laughs> cover and it's a, a black and white picture of Elvis and his head is kind of turned to the side. So it, it creates this, and it's not obviously true to size, so it's like a shrunken fucking head. But if you're looking at it the right way, it looks like someone's in the car looking out at you. Jeez. And it's really fucking weird looking because it looks like a shrunken head is looking at you. And it takes you, it takes your brain a few seconds to realise what the fuck it is. Every time you look at it, it kind of scrambles your head. Hmm. Um, but really eerie looking. So, I mean, I don't know about this World War Two dude sitting at a table here. I mean, that's pretty fucking weird, right? Yeah, it always seems when you see things like that, it always seems to be in that haze between sort of waking and being asleep. Like he gets up at 3 a.m. And now again, is it 3 a.m. or 4 a.m.? That's the witching hour when they say the veil between the living and the dead. Demonic witching hour, right? Yeah, so it it could be something on that. I think... The other part as well is what is it? There's hypnagogic hallucinations. I think that's what how how it's. I think that's how it's uh how it's said. It's basically it's a scientific explanation for why you hear things. There's auditory hallucinations and visual hallucinations, and why you see them as you're waking up. Mm. But again, if you're walking around getting water, you'd imagine that maybe you know. My understanding was it was actually as you were between sleep. And un- like un- unconsciousness and consciousness. That, so. Yeah, and you wake up. Uh, do you ever have them dreams where you wake up and you think they're real? Sometimes mm. that can be a good thing. Sometimes that can be a really bad thing. Yeah. It's fucking not good. The worst thing is when you wake up on a Monday thinking it's a Sunday. Oh, That's so yeah. bad. Oh, man. So bad. Or um, it could have been told on her before, but for the purposes of a new episode, I had a dream when I was a kid. And uh, I woke up in, the, in this dream... I woke up and I went downstairs and all over my sitting room and kitchen, all over the walls, was X-Men figures. <laughs> you were delighted with yourself? Yeah, it was like a toy shop. Like It was like oh. all the X-Men yeah, figures. Yeah, because remember that old toy shop down the town and he used to, yeah. like, he used to sellotape all the figures yeah, to the yeah. walls and the ceiling yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that was awesome. Now, they were boxed. They were boxed and stuff still. Oh, and they were everywhere. And like in the dream, it was for some reason or another. And I woke up and I truly believed in my heart of hearts that there was mm. fucking X-Men toys downstairs. Oh. And I went downstairs and I was so fucking pissed off. Like, it's still, even today, I can remember <laughs> how disappointed. And I remember even, like, coming home from school and being like, maybe they're here now. <laughs> and then, like I, like, I think I even said it to my dad. I was like... Yeah, but like I want them though, and I had to, <laughs> like they were in my dream and they were there. You know, I, yeah. I want these things, and he was like, "Well, don't fucking shit." Yeah. <laughs> well, this is your um, first major disappointment, so many <laughs> more to come. But yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think if I've had any where there were good things. Like you know, I had I, a, I know I had a dream, and it was when I was just in that like you know you were starting to become a walking hormone, so you're like yeah, 14 yeah. or whatever, and you're just yeah. you're basically you're basically just a hard dick with yeah. a brain and barely yeah. a brain at that yeah. um and i remember i i think i had a dream that like 
uh, you know, I'd never had sex around, but I had a dream I had sex. And, and you were delighted. Yeah, I was like, yeah, sure, it's practically you had sex then. As far as like, I did it in a different dimension, like it's grand. Um, but I, I had a dream I knocked up one of my teachers or something like oh, that. Oh, fuck. Yeah, and I woke up and it was like, you know, I, I had that real fear of like, I didn't have any, yeah. I didn't have this boisterous kind of like, oh yeah, getting laid with teachers. Yeah. I had this like, how the fuck am I going to explain this to my parents? And oh my God, I, I'm too young to raise a child. <laughs> um, And then you have that relief where you go, oh, it never happened. Oh fuck. Or you have a, a, a dream that you got in a fight with someone or, you know, something like that. And you wake up just freaking out going, fuck, how, how am I going to fix this? And then you go, oh, it never happened. Thank Christ. Yeah, it it is, and like even in my one, I still remember like playing with Gambit. I mean, like yeah, Gambit, and he has the fucking the adamantium staff. Yeah. yeah, and like I still remember the details of this fictional. I, I have point. I have a Gambit figure here. I don't think I have the coat anymore, but I have like I I have the, with the adamantium staff, and I I will gift him to you oh, next time you we're allowed to hang yeah. out as a. Uh, we can put him in the studio. We yeah, put we'll behind. put it in the studio. Yeah. Jesus, we have a load of stuff to put in the studio. Yeah, yeah. The there'll be busy walls. There'll be full of X Men toys. And <laughs> we'll everything. make it like that. We'll soundproof it with nineties X Men toys. That's, yeah. that's the move. Um, so we're, yeah, we're 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 going on to another yeah another story. Another I don't one, know yeah, about miss... the World War Two one. Um, mm. If you guys have any theories about why World War Two era ghosts would be showing up in America, um, I don't know. Let yeah. us know interesting stuff um next one we have is from miss madison hill she's 24 and uh she was writing out the pandemic or is writing out the pandemic with her boyfriend in her apartment in florence italy Ooh, good for you uh love italy ah man someplace isn't it Mm, just beautiful lovely lovely definitely going back there it's the first place i'm going back to after after all this shit straight back to i think i'd like to go to taormina in sicily it's a very very beautiful place very very we'll go yeah. together Dolomites, yeah we should yeah we'll do a, we'll do a, a tour of italy and like no one will understand <laughs> us we'll do did any did we ever have any italian listeners we might have had one for a week i or don't something. think so no i don't I, no. I i think i think we have a few in scandinavia but we, i don't think we have any like german french right, right. any of the like spanish any of the places yeah. where they like predominantly speak you know another to, language to be fair we are we are the outcasts learning. of europe the irish you know what i mean yeah. like like we're yeah. we never really yeah. belong to central europe but you see but you see spanish and i'll have their own podcasts you see so uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know because because there's huge markets for spanish podcasts like like tom segura has his own fucking spanish podcast Go ahead. um yeah yeah but he's half like he's uh i think he's from like he's like Paraguay, Uruguay, somewhere like that. Okay, it's right. like half of that. So, so, but he has a whole an Espanol podcast, and uh, same as Germany and all those places. Yeah, mad. Yeah, so like they don't bother. They wouldn't bother really listening to English podcasts. Whereas maybe say smaller places like Scandinavia maybe don't have as many Scandinavian podcasts. Mm. So they kind of maybe it's like the way bit. that we watch all the Scandinavian thrillers that are all fucked up because we don't yeah, really produce true. Them over here. And and we also watch you know even now Netflix is acquiring all these European shows like for example mm. Money Heist which is really good. I'm yeah. really enjoying that. Did you watch Sky Hojo? No. Or Sky Rojo? No. It's by the guy who did Money House. It's about uh these. All basically, there's a there's a, a brothel, and all the prostitutes are trying to like get away from this guy who they, without getting into it too much, they wind yeah. up killing a guy and they're on the run. But yeah, a really fun show it's as a, well. Mo- it's a TV show, right? TV okay. show. I think there's about eight to ten episodes. Uh, oh, nice. And only half an hour long, so and they're very high production value. But yeah, we're checking out. 
Yeah, yeah, because Money Heist is very good. So mm. if people are wanting to watch something like it is dubbed, but like it's 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 fine. It's not. Yeah, it's not a you big get deal. used to it pretty quick. Your yeah, brain just kind of goes, "Yeah, this is what we're doing now. Shut up." Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Mrs. Hill, uh, she's a writer and a teacher originally from Charlotte, uh, NC, NC. Mm. What's NC? North Carolina. North Car- ah, Carolina. It's where so Jeff said, Hardy North Carolina. is from. How do you feel on my means in North Carolina? Oh, I'm after <laughs> falling on my means. Uh, no, that's like North Carolina for me is always Matt and Jeff Hardy. Okay. So where they're from? Unless they're from South Carolina. One of the Carolinas. <laughs> anyway, no, it's North Carolina. Um, she always had her suspicions about her home, particularly the bathroom, which I think is probably the most spooky spooky room of the house. Many, many a time I've had a haunted and house. Um, and- I'm telling you one thing, there's a few times now you go into that bathroom and you think that you're giving birth to an entity. Had a, a ghoulish... Uh, <laughs> a uh, a, a ghoul. <laughs> I've had a ghoulish rectum at times yeah, yeah. for sure uh, and I know you have as well so oh, yeah. we've, we've do, you ever have, do you ever one of those things where like you know you're doing you're doing the the brown town shoot but you also might need to do the 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 green lane the green mile out, out the the front side so you're oh yeah of, yeah oh, yeah yeah I know I, I actually I, I did that to paint a very horrible like a uh, train spotting esque mm. or Vine Welch picture for our listeners. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I did actually do that one. I except I I believe um, I believe I was just sitting on the toilet and I just went, you know what? I'm just gonna get sick ahead of me <laughs> and just stay where I am. And uh, then I passed out. I fell asleep on my knee. And the lads had to carry me into the fucking bedroom like a uh, fucking Jim Caviezel in the Passion of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I was nude and had to get me up off the toilet, right? And carry me into the ba- into the bed because I was that fucked. Um, and then I was just hanging off the bed, getting sick, and uh, one of the lads minded me for a few hours. And uh, I woke up right. And I went into the sitting room and I was like, fuck me, I was so hungover, you know, oh, yeah. or I was so drunk. I was talking to all my friends and the next day, like, and we're like, oh, yeah, that was funny. Haha, <laughs> yeah, whatever. And then I went to bed the next night, right? Mm. And I fucking, I, I lifted up my blankets and underneath vomited everywhere in my sleep. I could have fucking died. Yeah, I that, didn't even realize, man. No. That happened to me before as well. I woke up in the middle of the night and <laughs> there was like, but fucking the weirdest ominous. thing, the vomit... <laughs> that's like an omelet <laughs> fucking omelet in the, the bed but the, a lot of paella it looked that my vomit I had gotten sick right down the middle of the bed right and it was just <laughs> it had sort of pooled somehow and it nice. looked like a giant just did like wiped his ass with my sheets and there's this giant like <laughs> shit stain you know? Wait, shit yourself no no I vomited but it looked okay. like a giant shit stain oh, whatever nice. way it pooled yeah it was brown right yeah, yeah. brown vomit yeah. yeah and so uh, that's the old Guinness for you and um, what happened in my, because I was still fucking absolutely just in the menaz. So I kind of, I knew what had happened and I just. Dire went, straits. Dire straits. Yeah, yeah. I just. Sultan of swing. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Mm. Eamon's vomiting in his sleep. <laughs> through, pow, pow. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I just found the driest place I could in the bed and I was like, this will be grand, so. And then Check the out shame. Vomit Eamon. He knows all the chords. <laughs> we are the Sultans of Seek. That's a good tune, actually. The Sultans it is of a good, very, very. It works with a lot of things, you know. Mark Knopfler plays guitar uh, with his fingers, like, uh, but not 
not really finger style. He plays like someone would play with a plectrum, except with his fingers. So if that, it's kind of a if you're a non-guitar player, you're probably like, what the fuck is he even talking about? But uh, it's it's quite he has quite a unique style, Mark Knopfler. Mm. That you, it actually you have to kind of replicate it, you know, if you want to play dire straits like if you want to play the sultan's swing you have to learn how to play like mark knopfler you can't just pick up a plectrum and strum yeah i mean he has a difficult second name and a difficult style of playing the guitar so he's just a fucking tricky bastard isn't he he's an old tricky he's like an old rabbit that doesn't get lamped he's not blinded by the light wily fast (laughs) (laughs) like your vomit (laughs) my man my vomit that night like i don't remember getting sick you know what I mean? No, no. no I've never. I've been very fortunate. I've never pissed myself in my sleep. I've never had an alcoholic wee pants, which I'm very happy about. No. <laughs> but I just know that that's basically that's on a like ledger Liam somewhere. Mason. Yeah. Well, no, that's different. I get Liam because Liam's Liam's fucking tube is so vast that the piss, like you know, there's always a little bit coming down, and he just and he, he can't help it. He needs. He's I think a busy he needs, man. He needs bigger. He needs like thicker underpants. He might yeah, be wearing underpants at all. Like, yeah, I don't think Liam Neeson wears underpants because no, I'd say now he's sly enough. Now I'd say he knows now that the women would be looking down if he's yeah. if his Mickey's flapping around there. It's like cleavage kind of. I'd say, man, he's that, sly enough. I'd say I'm surprised Liam Neeson doesn't show like his dick root. Like he has his pants just <laughs> down far enough so you can just see <laughs> just see his dick root. Maybe you know? maybe he should get like you know like that like see through rain coat material. Yeah. He should like get pants like that. Do you know it is you know? it is a really shame a shame like there's very little men can do with their dicks like you know women have the cleavage and bones yeah, and all that sort of stuff it's like nice we, and everything you know, and, and you, are nice yeah like there was a, you know you see that Instagram stuff it's like oh look at this beautiful fucking pool and there's all palm trees and shit like that yeah. and then there's just some young one's arse in the water yeah and it's yeah. like, yeah, that's that's cool and all, but men, you know, you can get all buff and get your muscles and your ditties out and all. There's very little you can do with the dick, you know. You can't do much with your dick root. Matter of fact, as well, another common problem for lads that are trying to get rid of muscle is their mickey actually gets smaller because physically their appearance gets bigger, mm. so it actually makes their mickey stay the same size. So everything else is bigger, and then yeah. they have a little mickey. It's the, Whereas, it's that great irony of working out that the only muscle that you really can boast about being big is impossible to work out like you can't do well, fucking can curls do. with your mickey no you can do if you attach like i used to do you know you i attach, feel like um, this is a lie <laughs> if you get one of them small kettlebells like you know you wrap a bit of rope around the root of your dick and your balls now, how many how many <laughs> just just hang hang a kettlebell off your dick and balls yeah. Mm. You just tie it down, and 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 it's small enough that it can actually fit down your pant leg. You know, and it doesn't really. Okay. It's not what's, that. What's annoying. the weight on on that? Like hanging. It's, it's only it's only small. It's like two pounds. Ah, it's yeah. not much. Like, it's like so a, you know, a kilo, like just under a kilo, hanging off your belly. Yeah, it's not that much. Like as a stretchy. Tra- all it does is it it stretches out all their muscles and all. You know, mm. it is a uh, shame though. Like women are able to do kegels and stuff. Like we like they're men are just then like this is what you have learn to use it I think though for women they kind of have to do kegels in certain circumstances that's true they? actually they go Liam Neeson after birth and all don't they Start yeah I think your men's prolapse yeah. do write in ladies because I mean we're speaking from a place of ignorance <laughs> the here <laughs> the Liam Neeson the Liam Neeson effect that's what the doctors call it. after you have kids yeah. they call it the Liam Neeson effect <laughs> I'm fucking pissing myself. <laughs> well, well, uh, well, Jessica. It seems like uh, yes, of course. That is the the, the Liam Neeson effect. It is. There's uh, just many remedies for the Liam Neeson effect. One is just some sanitary towels should do the job, <laughs> um, or just wear under underwear. Indeed, <laughs> yeah, um, just any underwear.
underwear. It doesn't need to be anything thick or just the Liam Neeson effect is caused by not wearing underwear <laughs> at all. I think I think what it is with Liam Neeson is he's so busy and everyone loves Liam Neeson. Mm. He just doesn't have time to shake when he's having a wee wee's. It could be. And he he's has to most... just lob it back in. Yeah. <laughs> lob you know, it back into the there's pants. Not, yeah, there's <laughs> like swing Get it, it on the half volley, just stick it back <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, the yeah, it's like a fucking wrecking ball. He has to swing it down and then back up to get it in. Um <laughs> I just I just feel like you know, there's nothing worse anyway than when you don't shake properly and you lob it in mm. and then you realise you're like ah fuck there's like half a clip left in it to be yeah, honest oh, with you fuck's it's like the older you get like sometimes I think that is the clip gets bigger oh man it's not It's not that that part isn't bad here's a problem right here's a problem that needs to be remedied uh, urban planners of, of well you're Warlows. very pissy I'm very pissy. I've, I think I only have like one kidney or something. Like I don't you know what's very, wrong with like, me. Pissy aura, but I need you know? to be, yeah. Very. I smell of urine. My skin has a yellowish hue. You know. I, 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 I think I've, I've had jaundice since I was a child. It's that kind of thing. <laughs> my sort liver of is shot. Yeah, you sort of slink around all mm, pissy and stuff. My teeth you know, like are a, the kind of the color of you know, just like you know, when you haven't drank water in like nine hours, and your your pee, your piss is just like. You're like Aquaman except mm. pissy, you know. So I'm like you know, the colour of Aquaman's. You're jumper. taking beautiful Jason Samosa, but in fact no, you're getting piss. pissy, slinky sort of. You look greasy. at me and you kinda go, you look at me and you go, that guy's alright looking, but then like there's just this bang of piss off me, you know? I'm like the old lad at the front of the bus. And you yeah. know he's after shitting himself. <laughs> you know he has, like, you can't say anything because he's real old, like, and he's, you can see the fucking, the piss stains on, and it's like dry piss and new piss stains on his corduroy pants, you know, it's just like, <laughs> ah, you poor fucker, like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, look, uh, you know, we're pissing too, yeah, Sarah Monsterfuls. Um, I have noticed the older I get, like, the way Slash comes out of me is just, it's no one knows what direction it's coming like in. Like November rain. Um, yeah. <laughs> beautiful pun. That is a beautiful pun. You need you some up, time on your own. Yeah. Um, yeah, just the Slash, man. The Slash. It's like yeah, one it of is. his solos, you know? It's just, it's wily, it's long, and it's sprinkling little pentatonic scales over the porcelain. Yeah, but then the flip side of it is, right, my granddad is 86, 87, right? And he was like to me there a while ago, he's like, oh, you know, I'm, I had to go and like piss twice during the night, like, and he's given out about it. Mm. And I'm like, bitch, I fucking does that anyway, and I'm fucking 30 fucking too. Yeah, man, we're fucked, like. Yeah. We're, we're going to have to start wearing we catheters to bed. Caffeine, do you reckon? Could be. Our lads don't drink coffee. Our lads drink yeah, tea. Yeah, they don't. You know? The tea, tea is just as bad though for, mm. for the wee-wees, you know, it's, it's definitely... That's true. There's more of a buzz off coffee though. <laughs> I think you're likely to drink more because you get a bit of a kick out of it, you know? The tea is nicer, I think, as well. It's I controversial, so as well. perhaps. Well, the, I can't notice the taste of tea like I can notice you know the taste like? of coffee. Do you know what it's like? Mm. Tea is like a beer, but coffee's like a Guinness yeah I get you, you know I get you. that's how, that's what it, like it has coffee has that strong Guinnessy taste that like earthy mm. you know nice and then beer is kind of a little bit pissy you know it's like a little bit like myself willy, like yeah it's a little bit pissy yeah a little, little, little willy wee wees but so we, you know we figured out that you are you know pissy, pissy kind of. <laughs> yeah we're kind of pissy like you know <laughs> I said that. I said. 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 I said
I linked a wee wee daddy as a wee daddy so that you could find toilets to go wee for daddy, wee. Yeah, man. My favourite thing about Japan, like, it wasn't the culture, it wasn't the food, it wasn't, like, all the majestic things about Japan. There's fucking toilets everywhere. I was like, this is fantastic. Never again will I be caught bursting for a piss. No, I, I need to piss all the time. I, like, and I have since I was, like, a kid. Just, I have to wee all the time. I never really get the smell of piss off you or anything, but but I just have like... a pissy aura about me. <laughs> yeah, you do, like, this kind of golden dumb. ring that surrounds my body. Yeah, yeah. What's the name? Zenu? Is that the Scientology fella? Yeah, you're like Zenu. I like Zenu. Just he's like a yellow aura. Do you know what? It's funny because like ahead of us, maybe forty, thirty-five to forty years ahead of us. That pissy future is waiting for us. That pissy future, that that don't really give a shit whether I've pissed myself or not. That's coming, man. That's coming fast. Well, soon, I mean, you know, when you're in virtual reality, it doesn't matter if you piss your pants or not. You're going to have to download the fucking pissy pants DLC if you want to go out and smell like piss. <laughs> you know, but now we have the luxury we're able to we piss our pants. Smell, yeah, we're able to piss our pants. Yeah, um, and, and people can live in the moment. Yeah, live in the moment. I, I, there was a friend of mine, this true story, we were down mm. at the Bluegrass Festival in Dungarvan years mm. ago. <laughs> one, of our, one of our friends, you know him as well, right. he went down, there was like a little alley and he went down to do a piss there and the guards are all over the place because like it was fucking big night or whatever. Mm. And uh, he, the guards like, are you doing a piss down there? You know, <laughs> so just, he just turned to me and goes, well, what the fuck do you want me to do, guard? Like, where am I meant to piss? <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> yeah, who that is. Exactly what I'm yeah. talking about. And then <laughs> at the end of it, the guard went, all right, I won't do it. And so your man puts his hand out and he just goes, yeah, you're a good guard to shake his <laughs> hand. And the guard's like, not fucking shaking that hand. Was that Wade? <laughs> Wade, Oregon. Is it was Wade, was it? Yeah, okay. Shout out to Wade. But yeah, no, you're like Zeno. Zeno is the Scientology god. He has a yellow aura. Emin mm. has Zeno mm. vibes. Zeno energy, really. I have big um, dick energy, but unfortunately, with big dick comes a lot of piss, as Liam Neeson has shown us. That's, <laughs> that's big piss energy. Big dick, big dick, big piss problems. Mm. And Emin, they used to call him in school, Holslock Emin mm. O'Neill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we're talking about piss. We're talking about vomit and Jim Caviezel. Jim Caviezel. Uh, Passion Christ. Zenu. <laughs> Zenu, vomit, Jim Caviezel, pissy people. We've already covered you being six foot five. Shouts out to Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, we're we're going to try to get back into the podcast. We're we'll talking about what I ate today as well. We put that in yeah, there somewhere. Yeah, you had a few croissants, you did? Yeah, croissants, yeah, yeah, I'd yeah, say, yeah. I'd say Apples. your insides are like concrete, man. Concrete, yeah, indeed, yeah. So, Evan, here we are, Madison Hill. Madison Hill. Well, lads, if you didn't know, Madison thought something weird was going on in the toilet. So, a few weeks into quarantine, pissy, pissy quarantine, (laughs) she woke up to find something on her nightstand that did not belong there. Mm. It was a camera lens, one she'd brought from the United States of America. (laughs) But last, I'm starting to get giddy. Stop it now. But last, when she moved in, she had long given up on ever finding it. But here it was. Since then, other small objects, including a set of keys, have moved to strange new places inside her apartment. The reappearance of the camera lens in particular struck her as a mischievous, playful gesture. 
maybe Just, even a thoughtful suggestion that this could... It's called Keeves, Keeves. It's like, Keeves. Like Keanu Reeves, Keeves. Keeves, it's a combination. It's basically... Yeah, Keanu Reeves, Keeves. Keeves, yeah, Keeves. Oh, They're so, also so Keeves. chicken Keeves. Yeah. Uh, Perhaps even a thoughtful <laughs> suggestion that this could be the perfect time for Miss Hill, who majored in film in college, to pick her old photography hobby back up. So a friendly, non-pissy ghost, but bathroom ghost all nice. the same there. Has a, has a ghost ever left anything nice out for you or anything? Have you ever found yeah, something that you're Yeah, sometimes like, oh. ghosts leave urine in my pants. <laughs> yeah, they'll just leave you some <laughs> They weirdies. shit in my pants. Uh, if you never le- has a ghost ever left you anything? Have you ever found something and you're like, "What the fuck is that down there?" Um, do, 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 do. I don't. I don't think. Like, I'm trying to think. Myself I'm sure there. I have. I'm. Sh- I know I have, but I can't. Nothing comes to mind. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's been nothing that untoward to where I'm like, "All right, a motherfucking ghost." Put that there. I don't think. I find it. It's, uh, what, maybe not so much around the house because I'm like oh I probably just forgot where I put it but if I found something like out and about that was weird or coincidental I'm like okay there's something weird at play here you know maybe Zane was up to something yeah Pisu sometimes I find that um, <laughs> Paisu Paisu sometimes yeah. this like a synchronous kind of a thing happens where like I'll be thinking of something and I'll see it or something that's on my mind that will happens. sort of be mirrored somewhere else I think yeah. I know that people would generally just say if, if you're thinking about something it's probably just that year yeah what's the name for that there's a term on that um there's a name on that like where you 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 see you're thinking something so it's like confirmation bias i suppose okay. in a way but it's not really but like you know like you think that you always see the number 13 and then just because you're looking for number 13 you see it a lot more yeah, like, oh, there it is again, number 13. Like, I, I remember just, my yeah, dad normally. said that when I was the first kid that was born, but he said that when my mom was pregnant with me, he said he never noticed as many kids with, like, birth defects and stuff like that. He was just yeah, totally exactly, worried yeah. about what would, you know, happen exactly. to, to me. And then it yeah. turned out that I was born to be a pissy wanderer. Yeah, so, uh, piss you know, disease. Pleistocene disease. The wild piss disease um, brought down by Xenu in a a hamper um, and dropped off. I I gotta stop mentioning Xenu though. People think I've jumped over to Scientology. You're going clear now though, aren't you? You're starting to go clear. Yeah, Claire Claire PP. Well, like, we did talk about this before, um, that you were like a tall Tom Cruise without the wooden teeth. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, actually true, yeah, so yeah, Zeno so. was waiting for me with open arms. Are you going to be jumping just... on the couches laughing about how much you love Katie Holmes or whatever? Ha ha ha! I'm in love, Oprah! Yeah! Yeah! That's a good old callback. That was when Tom Cruise was mental and then everyone forgot he was mental and he started putting out films again and they were like, oh, Tom Cruise is fine. And I think he's back in the, like, fine thing now. I think the people that are our age remember, oh yeah, Tom Cruise is a bit mental. Hmm. But the, maybe people a little bit younger than us are like, oh yeah, Tom Cruise is fine. But uh, go and search like Tom Cruise Opera YouTube and uh, enjoy, basically. That was when he was... Uh, he was in good form that day though, wasn't he? Marriage didn't work out now long term, but he was he was in good form that day, so fair play. Indeed, yeah, fair play to him. So we're going off to Kurt's murder house here. So it's a house, there's murder. It is in Florida, which is obviously, uh, people would say, that's obvious. Mm, we're all the Florida man. Yes, exactly. So, the more I'm stuck in this house, the more there's a feeling, said Kurt Slasher. 
56 of Tampa, Florida, who has been forced to stay at home during coronavirus in the notorious house where killer Victor Licata, Licata, Licata slaughtered Lissata. his parents, three siblings, and the family ah, dog. for fuck's sake, Victor. For fuck's sake. And this sake. is back in 1933. This is a long time ago. So yeah, this is, this is like, this is fucking six years before the war, like... Come on, Victor. Of course, video, video games caused it. Oh, know. yeah, Marilyn Manson yeah. albums. Yeah, vi- yeah video games. Yeah. But, the, but the thing, it is weirder to be a fucking murderer. I think it's even more bone-chilling to be a mass murderer back mm. in the 30s, right? Man, I mean, yeah. nowadays you can go, ah, yeah, whatever. Like We're all, we're fuck. all fucked well, up. Well, the thing yeah. is, there's, there's so many of us now. Like, there's yeah, 8 yeah. billion of us, so you're like, yeah, you're going to have a few fucking, yeah, yeah. a few lads that don't work out. The there's weird only thing 15 is, though, people in 33, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 15, yeah. This is like yeah. just when they went under 600 from the yeah, prison yeah. scene. Now, yeah. here's the thing though, right? You have this guy, Victor Lasata or Lakata or whatever his name is. Yeah. The thing is, right? <clears throat> in Do you think that it was... Because I would sort of assume that that had to be some sort of a mental health thing. Because you're killing your parents. You're killing. You're wiping out yeah. your whole family. Paranoid delusions or something. Yeah, yeah something sure. going on there. And yeah. I don't know if he killed himself, but uh, you know... I would hope that if I killed my parents, siblings, and dog, I would then kill myself. That would be that would be my game plan. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. I mean, that's usually know. how it happens, right? You're like I can't, you know, I can't understand. It, it's a really fucked up thing, though, you know, to to wipe yeah. out your family like that. Very sad. Very very sad. You notice all these weird supernatural things when you normally wouldn't, and there's so much time to think about how scary they are. I guess you could say I'm getting to know my roommates, <laughs> he said. <laughs> they left this earth in a stressful way. They were murdered while they slept, and their time was cut short. So I understand where they're coming from. I had a stroke some months back, and my, my lower lip is a little bit slow. Slicer, who bought the abode because it was a non-believer. Now they're actually talking about you, Mr. Slicer. Schleicer. Oh, pardon me. That's sir. okay. I, I, I will pass it back over to Rob there now to finish off the Thank old you, Mr. Slicer. Now they do have a, a few bits about your. You can go back, you can come back there now in a little bit. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I see. You're alright, you will. You're alright, man, Slicer. I, I saw Slicer sort of took you over there, Mr. Slicer. Yeah, shout out to Mr. Slicer. Mr. Slicer there. Uh, <laughs> oh, so, welcome to your new nightmare with Mr. Slicer. Yeah, so Mr. Slicer, who bought the board because he was a non-believer. I was a non-believer. Oh, thanks, Mr. Slicer. Thanks, now Mr. Says, Slicer. Uh, he may have been dead wrong the ghosts don't exist. Mad on. Oh, there he is. A box of hell. Oh, hello there. Hey, and I just came back you, to, rat, to just do a little your, bit of talking. You'll fuck off now after this bit, you will. If you ever say that to me again now, boy, I will stick my foot up your ass. I'll slice the shit out of you. Yeah. My dog, a boxer, has been seen sitting in the bedroom where the mother was murdered and barking at the wall for no reason. It's not in his nature. Mm, very strange for a dog to bark. <laughs> yeah. un- this dog would never bark. Never it was a very bark. unusual Is trait. It, the dog's been mute since it was born. <laughs> In the bathroom, you could feel a coldness come over you. That'd a cold brush of something walking by. <laughs> so, do you ever feel a chill, I mean, You know, over here in Ireland, I don't know if it's a universal thing. Very superstitious here in Ireland, mm. you know. They say if you get a shiver that someone was walking on your grave. 
So does that mean that in the future someone walks yeah. on your grave and it gives yeah. you a shiver in the past? That's yeah, very sci-fi, very, isn't it? That's like less superstitious and more sci-fi. And yeah, like my granny would be saying things like that. So yeah, very superstitious yeah. and sci-fi. And, and I wonder gran- when people first started Blade saying Blade Runner that. next? Yeah, your what nanny's like, like Blade Cole Runner Harrison 2047. <laughs> yeah, who is, is he a replicant? Who fucking knows, man? Yeah, I come in and my grand's wearing a fucking Darth Vader mask. I, I saw your nanny person. got a fairly nice pair of shades there recently. And doesn't the bottom of her phone slide out like the Matrix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was actually, she was cosplaying. My granny was actually there. Trinity, was she? <laughs> yeah, she was. <laughs> my granny was there cosplaying Trinity there on the town there oh, last unreal. week. Yeah. I saw your grandfather, your granddad do Morpheus there with the hands behind the back. And he's like, Rob, do you think that's air you're <laughs> smelling? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mommy Granddad was doing that. Yeah, mm. the thought that he had slipped or whatever because he has a bad, bad leg. But uh, yeah. you know, he was actually doing matrix maneuvers. You know. Yeah, my um, dad's been cosplaying as one of those octopus things that burns the hole in the the sentinel, I believe. So he gets oh, like yes. he, he gets um he gets carved pen in the arse, them yokes. Mm, he gets loads of Pringles when you're finished with them, and he spray paints them silver and just straps them to his back, and he, <laughs> he goes around pretending like. <laughs> Oh, like the tubes, the Pringles, like the, the Pringles tubes? Yeah, I guess the tubes. Yeah. And if he has any Slashinger tennis ball <laughs> tubes, he uses those as well. <laughs> so oddly specific. Yeah, of Specifically, he doesn't like any tennis balls. No, it has to be Slashinger um, Shouts out to Slashinger, Final Fantasy VII, and Rob six foot five stature. Yeah, and also uh, my granny cosplaying Trinity, mm. um, which, you know, she's a good cosplayer, to be fair. Like, she's she been to a few good. Comic-Cons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and people do like her. If you want to see Trinity in uh, modern stuff, humans, she's in. She's in humans. Trinity's she's in that, is she? Yeah, yeah. Carrie Carrie Ann Moss. Ann Moss. She, yeah. Was in a, she was in Luke Cage, I believe, and Daredevil. Uh, the Carry Marvel TV Moss. shows. Carry on Moss when she runs around. <laughs> Harry Hale runs around trying to pinch her arse. Do <laughs> <laughs> you like Carry on Moss? Is that your favourite movie, the Carry Ons? <laughs> I, I, I liked Carry on Moss. Uh, I also liked <laughs> Carry on Mold, who was quite ah, good as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah just you know, trying to clean the mold off the building, but sure, Harry Hills it. <laughs> Yeah. Pitch of the arses. It's actually Benny Hill. Harry Hill is that bald comedian. Oh, and he does, yeah. Who was Timmy Mallet? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's another one. Um, oh. So, what do you reckon about the, uh, you know, Kurt Slicer here? Kurt Slicer. I think. What do you reckon about, what do you reckon about my story I'm there, a, boys? I thought a very strange, my dog, Balkan. Uh, I'm African American all of a sudden, am I? That's a very African American sound of voice you got there, Eamon. This voice that I did. <laughs> I just did a voice. <laughs> I didn't I don't I don't see colour in my voices. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, okay. You're like um what's his name? Uh, donkey where everyone thinks he's black but he's white. Who's Donkey? Video game Donkey. You never seen him? Mm-mm. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, once you get YouTube at Ewok Village, I'll definitely I'll send you a playlist. You can check them out. Playlist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it sounds. It sounds. We like already have of, games for the children. Yeah. What? It, it sounds like something you put on a slate. You know, to playlist. what like order? You know, hopscotch. Then you play a jump rope. That's all stuff you always do. But yeah. no a playlist is actually. Uh, you, you know, you stack up videos or songs, and uh, it's the order in which they play. We well, we have we have um. We got a, an old television and a video. We stack the videos on top of each other when we are putting ah. them in 
in the corner, we can then take a video out and put it into the VCR. It stands ah, for... so you have VCR. VCR we have. It stands for um, Vehicle Cycle Remote. Yeah, that's it. Video, mm. video Cool Rules. Video Cool <laughs> Rules, yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, um, now, I mean, you might be asking yourself, you know, has anything like Kurt Schleicher's case happened before? Thank Christ. Um... Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, there's a fella by the name of John E. L. Tenney, oh. and he would describe himself as a paranormal researcher. Now, he's a former host of the TV show Ghost Stalkers. Of course, he's going to be unbiased anyway. He would so. definitely be yeah, down the line, for sure. you know, and Ghost Stalkers, which implies that he was actually stalking the ghosts, which is a nice upside down, turny, turny, insane old yeah. thing, you know, so yeah. maybe, maybe he's haunting the ghosts, but he estimates that he has received two to five reports of haunted houses each month in 2019. And he said lately it's more like five to ten. So that's quite an increase there. An increase of, well, 100%. Now, mm-hmm. Mr. Tenney has seen something like this before. Now, when he saw it, it was 1999, immediately before Y2K. Not to be confused with Chris Jericho. He witnessed a spike in reported ghost and poltergeist activity as well as UFO sightings. Poltergeist, yeah. Poltergeist, yeah. Yeah. UAPs, WAPs, um, which in his experience are also on the rise in this moment. Now he says, it does seem to have something to do with our heightened state of anxiety, our hypervigilance. Mr. Tenney has no doubt that the vast majority of these cases in his inbox are completely explainable in nature. So there he is. There he's being, you know, down the middle. He says, when the sun comes up and the house starts to warm up, they're usually at work. They're not used to hearing the bricks pop and the wood expand, he said. It's not that the house wasn't making those sounds. They just never had the time to notice them. Of course, yeah, popping bricks. Yeah, I always think of bricks popping. Do you know some people do say that sounds can get stuck in bricks and take ages to work their ways out. It's like mm. a it's science fuzz. There's some, there was something to do I read before about sound getting stuck in old castles, and that's why you get some of these strange sounds that come out. The other yeah, the, the other thing about it as well is right. Some people do literally bury themselves in work. Like some people who have say maybe at times mental health problems, mm. like will use work as a form of escapism. Yeah, and I, I think and like bury al- themselves in it. Yeah. I mean, like alcohol, like anything, you you know, maybe you're uncomfortable. Maybe it's not so much, you know, mental health, but you're even uncomfortable with the feeling of boredom or, un- you know what I mean? Um, and so you just... And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of assuming here as well that everyone hates their job. The other flip side mm. of it is as well that some people just really like being yeah, in work true. and they're just not. But I think what I'm trying to say is, I suppose, maybe people, maybe there's a certain percentage of people who... Like, work is a distraction from problems that would otherwise pop up if they weren't working. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think a lot of people that are regimented in the 9 to 5 or whatever and have a very formulaic regimental structure, um, when when that goes, and indeed it did for most people in the first lockdown at least, you know. Mm. Like, we in Ireland, we have the most brutal of the lockdowns, but... um, Yeah, like, our our lockdown is, like, fucking fighting, like, Jose Aldo in his prime... um, just getting like, the legs torn off you. Yeah, yeah. So, I think, yeah, I think maybe that's part of it, you know. Yeah, that there's just I people that are out, out of sorts, you know, really upset and uh, struggling. And yeah. then they're hearing all this fucking magic. Well, on I think the difficult well. part is as well, it's taken us a long time to get used to this 
you know, work from home for any of us who, you know, have been fortunate enough to keep our jobs and work from home. And now the opposite is going to be true. It's going to be quite hard to get used to going back to the office. Um, you know, because people Good don't. That. People, well, that's it. People, a lot of people don't want to go don't back. Want to nah. go back. Yeah. Now I get it. Look, going back for a couple of days a week or something makes sense because look, you have that whole. There's nuance that you miss in communication when you're with people. You know what I mean? From body language to just on the flip the side, though, it does cut a lot of the fat off as well. Though, a lot of does, the fluff, yeah, a lot does of trim a lot of the meetings, the bullshit. That's true. That's true. You, you save know? time as well. So yeah. I don't know. We'll wait and see. But probably anyway, more good than bad, I'd say, working from home. I, I think. would think so. I would think so. And I think, look, yeah. it's like everything. You probably need to have a little bit from section A and a little bit from section B, yeah. you know? But anyway, we go back to this guy. He says, Mr. Tenney, one could argue that the ghosts... One second, I am going to do a cough. <coughs> that was a ghost <laughs> in my throat. Uh, one could argue that the ghost putting around in your kitchen is not only there, but that she's always been there. Oh. Maybe you are what's changed. Mm. maybe you're listening more closely in the greater quiet all around us perhaps we're just now starting to notice that the world is a little bit weirder than we gave it credit for he says very true i mean most of the stuff that we cover most of the native first nation stuff things like that you know it was at a time where it was you and nature and to be fair <coughs> if you put anyone in a tent uh, in the middle of the woods at night they're going to shit their pants even nowadays it's like you know most people who camp have a story yeah um, most <clears throat> people who go out into the woods and hunt or do anything they always have stories now and even if they can't explain them it'll still frighten the shit out of them mm. you know yeah so, yeah absolutely have you ever heard like a fox at night that's fucking even that yeah, noise that's spooky even cats when they start yeah like meowling at each other yeah so, yeah, so we're talking about maybe the world is a bit weirder, but perhaps it's just your own brain fucking with you. So, Kurt Gray, who's an associate professor at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, studies how we perceive and treat the minds of other entities, including animals, machines, and the dead. Times of great unease or malaise, when there is an increased drive to find meaning in chaos, can lend themselves to perceived hauntings, he said. Not to mention that disease itself shares certain psychological parallels with a malevolent spirit creeping invisibly upon its unsuspecting victims. That's kind of true. Mm, it is, yeah. You know, a lot of people do live in fear of physical malaise, right? Well, that's it. And I mean, an awful lot of people certainly, it's made me have to rethink, like I was saying, I'm sort of with my parents until I can start viewing houses and all the rest yeah. of it. But it's made me a lot of things I take for granted. Like, I don't really give a fuck if I get the virus, but I don't want to pass it to anyone, if that makes sense. Like, I, yeah. I'm sort of like, well, if I get it, I get it. I'm being careful, but I'm I'm not scared of it. Um, But it, I, sometimes I forget that, like, they can be quite scared. So if I, for example, I go for a walk with you somewhere, yeah. um, well, they're, like, it's fine, but it's I'm a little bit cognizant of, like, you don't want to fuck Tell up. them I'm clean, baby. Yeah. Ba- Mama, Boy you know clean. Rob clean. Come on. I am literally though, like I know because you're with the, it's probably similar for you with the grandparents, right? You just yeah, you yeah, want yeah. to be very careful because ah, well they're vaccinated now, so I go around like yeah. walls. Are you? You're yeah, you're going around the place like the COVID cowboy. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. No, but no, seriously though, like I mean, I I would I'm not really mixing like crazy yet. Um, no, even though no. I want to, I'm just being responsible, yeah. and, and you know, everyone has their own take on 
that what that um, is yeah i'm i'm to- but, totally cool with meeting people being outside but again you're just talking and walking drinking a coffee or whatever and you're there for maybe an hour or so and that's it you know see the thing is as well with any virus like people will willingly have sex without condoms and risk stds yeah and like they don't care if they get them because they're like oh should be grand I'll, I'll i'll just take some antibiotics and i'm done and you know so when you have a percentage of the population like that you're always going to have issues with things like viruses anyway because people don't give a fuck yeah yeah like so people sometimes know the direct risk and they're like ah whatever sure i don't really care so i think you'd be surprised as well a lot of the time when or at the lack of giving a fuck some people will do and and a lot of people use shitty hot takes as a way to rationalize uh or or sort of reduce their own behaviors they're like oh well such and such is doing this so i'm doing this Mm. or well i think it's all a pandemic so i'm gonna go and hang around with other people who think the same and in in reality what you really need is like social contact you know that's kind of what you're actually after and that's understandable as well i'm sure this like i've been of course lucky i haven't had a like i haven't had a particularly bad emotional spell with this and i've been lucky but i'm sure for some people who are maybe living alone or we're having a rough time before this all kicked off. Like that must be very difficult, um, you know. But so you're, you're robbed. Of, it's you, you know you're, you you've been robbed of a lot of fucking bullshit. Like do you know what I mean? If mm, you're yeah. if you're eighteen, nineteen, like you've been robbed of fucking two years, pretty much. Like yeah, that's that's bullshit. Like mm. uh, that is big bullshit <laughs> for, for for us. Like it's whatever. But you know, some of my best years are fucking eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Do you know, you had good crack. You know, you're meeting people. Yeah, and you're yeah. out fucking around. Even for us, like a year or two is shit. Like, granted, we're miserable, dour, old. Oh, we dusty. hate everything. I'm surprised we made it this far, you know? Yeah, so for us, it's not as bad because, you know, as you get older, you sort of, I think time and how you perceive time and, and lengths of time change. Like, yeah. I think that's why I'm getting into like horticultural fuzz now is because you're more satisfied watching something grow slowly and i think mm. that's kind of and and you're okay with seeing it in three months rather than well i want to see it now yeah, yeah. i want you know and you're wanting immediate things when you're a little bit younger i just think i get you i get you yeah. i feel as well when you're like you have a lot less to gauge your life against when you're yeah, 18 yeah. you know yeah. like i'm mid 30s now so for me you know, I'm kind of seeing. I'm like, well, it's not really about the end. It's more about like doing things. You're not, you're not yeah. really getting the reward no. right then and there. It's more like I'm going to try this, or I'm going to try that, or I'm going to just experience this thing, this moment. Anything, yeah, any anything <clears throat> worthwhile takes time as well. So that's yeah. the other thing. It's like you know, sitting down and practicing and doing things. And I suppose, yeah, you do start to see the long game a bit more as you get older. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think maybe if you are a little bit older, you can sort of see that. Hopefully, you know, we'll be out with this fucking shit soon. Hopefully. Mm. And one and way then, or the other, things will be fine. But as always, you know, we've said it before on this podcast, it's like, always be aware of, like, people's agendas and, and, and both sides of the spectrum. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it just is what it is. But I think to get back to this, um, to Mr. Grey here, Eamon, where am I in this fucking The phenomenon. Here? Yeah, the phenomenon could also be a side effect of the loneliness of <clears> our time. In quarantine... You were physically confined and also psychologically confined. Your world narrows, he says. You're trapped at home. You're needing human contact, like we were saying. It's comforting to think that there's a supernatural agent here with you. Um, I suppose maybe like an imaginary friend. Mm. 
We should do that's something that we should do an episode on imaginary friends because I feel like there's a lot to that topic that hasn't ever been explored. Yeah, um, yeah, you could be right. I don't think I ever yeah. really had one. Uh, my brother did. Um, I don't think I did, but my brother did absolutely. So that's something that might be worth mm. looking into. If the idea of a paranormal identity can prove provide someone a little bit of social sustenance to help them enjoy their solitude then great, at least as long as the ghost isn't advising its haunt- haunties to go into the emergency rooms without a mask and French kiss everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Very but good, like, Mr. Gray. I think there is, I think, you know, I think a lot of people get that comfort from, like, religion too, you know? Mm. Like, like this this other person that's always there with you. Like, my granny, for example, like I've talked about before, being quite religious trinity cosplayer as well which is kind of funny because you know the matrix mm. is a little bit sort of and the trinity obviously the holy the, yeah. the father son the holy ghost yeah the nebuchadnezzar the nebuchadnezzar what does it all mean um but yeah no she like she would often reference jesus i'm sure anyone that can like has like old irish or old mm. english um relatives that they know what i'm talking about um and and yeah, they just get comfort from that. So maybe yeah. as well, without in the absence of religion, I suppose in Western society now it's getting like watered down quite a lot. You would have to wonder, yeah, are people making ghost Jesus? Well, I think you know whether you're prescribed to religion or you're more spiritual or whatever. Yeah, maybe you don't believe in anything. You believe in yourself, and maybe that gives you strength. That mindset. Um. Yeah, I think I think. Look, every what's that expression? there's no atheists in a foxhole. Yeah. You know, like, I guess when you need something, you'll ask for it. Like you were saying, I think you said something about the only time you've ever prayed was when you wanted the teacher not to check your homework or something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when the chips are down, everyone, everyone. <laughs> that was my foxhole. That was your foxhole. Yeah, that's that's your, that's war to you is like going into, the, going into Peter's college. I tried to no evade the teacher. Yeah. That no, would have been younger. It's I like solid snake shit. Like. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think everybody, you know, whatever it is, you find strength from something. Um, and yeah, so sometimes it's religion and sometimes it's maybe other. Sometimes it could be your own ego. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I mean, your ego is there to help you. It's just sometimes it gets out of control and then it can hinder you. But ultimately, the ego is there. So that stoicism is a lot of that. You're kind of it's a little bit of an ego in a sense. Like, um, I think the yeah stoicism. It's it's a weird because it's not like an I'm great ego. No, it's more like but a, it's like a, I'm resilient. Yeah, I don't give I, a fuck. Type and it's of just like I'm gonna let this hit me basically, and I'm just gonna yeah. It's like that thing where you, you kind of say you know, logic and action ahead of emotion or logic and reason ahead of emotion. Like I can feel yeah. this, but I can ignore it. And that's probably really psychologically not healthy. But you know, some people are, are I mean, capable of doing that. Well, it depends what situation you're in. Yeah. I think it's a coping mechanism for some people. I think like if you have, like if you've had situations forced upon you, right, that you have no, like you have no bearing up. Like say for example, you've been raised in a bad circumstance, or you've had family members like do fucked up things to you, and you're just like, mm. I think you have to develop almost like the traits of like some type of fucking psychopath or narcissist or something, where you have to not feel. Yeah, because your brain will protect itself somewhere. Yeah, and 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 because you can't really relate to people that are telling you to feel a lot of the time. You know, mm. you might go to some fucking soy like therapist and and i'm all for therapy and everything like that but you might feel like you can connect with that person because in your eyes 
they haven't experienced what you've experienced. So for you, it might be better to sort of distance yourself in a way. Well, maybe it is unhealthy, but I suppose if you're not fucking like I've had like some shit and I don't like I, I don't really feel like I uh, talking to a therapist about it really would help. But you just mm. kind of distance yourself from it a little bit and you just sort of get on with it, you know? Yeah, ultimately, like everybody, you know what they say? two people's relationship is effectively two traumas that fit together because we're all traumatized yeah. in one yeah, way or everyone. another even if you had the best parents in the world yeah. the environment yeah. and your parents despite Relativity. their best episodes yeah. yeah totally and sometimes you might get a bad fucking genetic roll of the dice on top of whatever else exactly you know, yeah. it is what it is but um i think you're right and i think as well one thing that's does make people I mean resilience is a word they fucking love using now I'm so resilient in the pandemic yeah, yeah. and blah blah and that that's fine but it's becoming a bit of a buzzword but yeah. the point is I think you really have to feel you know you have to get through something that's very hard in order to develop resilience I think a lot of people I would imagine you know learn the apathy almost yeah exactly or you, you kind of go you know like my thing is I think I've said it before buoyant nihilism where I'm yeah. kind of like I just I take things as they are and I kind of, I just don't get all existential about them. I'm just like, this is reality. And if you feel this way now, that's okay. That's the way you feel. If you feel fucking sad or angry or happy or whatever, but it's kind of like, that is what it is. So don't fucking kill yourself trying to change that. Don't put more pressure. And that for me, that works. I have to accept what's there and move with it. And it's a little bit sort of mindful or stoic or something like that. But I, that's what works for me. I'm not someone who can like, some people can can look at things in a really positive light. I'm not good at that. I have to sort of know what the worst thing is and be okay with it. Yeah, and that's same, how I same. get through things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and I think as well, once you've been in some real bad situations, you're kind of like, right, okay, I kind of know I can mm. handle this. I, I know how I can get through this. And yeah, you just learn it, you know. It is yeah. like a sort of a learned apathy almost in yeah, a sense. totally. Um, but well, apathy is probably the wrong word because I feel like you can't care about things and not become overly yeah, emotional. I think about you it can well, care. So. There's a place like you. You know, you don't want to be swept over by your emotion, but you also no. don't want to not feel anything. So, yeah. what I try to do for me at least is try when I do something because I I'm very if I do so I'm very hard on myself, you know, yeah. and so what I do is if I do something and I'm like you fucking idiot, you shouldn't have done that. That was whatever. <laughs> I try to. Why did you piss on the floor? Why did you again? piss yourself? Why are you so pissy? <laughs> um, but I try to. I try to look at it from someone else's point of view. I try to look at it as if I was a friend of mine who did that thing, and then it sort of takes all the sting out of it. You know, yeah. and it doesn't like allow me to just go, "Oh yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna do whatever I want all the time." But it makes me kind of go, "All right, you're not gonna help yourself by berating yourself. Something, you know, you did something. Now you got to fucking learn from it. So yeah, yeah. don't." don't crucify yourself over this just learn and be better the next time and that's search out jesus search out jesus thanks for Died dying for, for our sins, sins. Uh, I, yeah. if i had been there i would have rescued him yeah sam i would have you know, i would have definitely would have been like no him. i need to die for your sins and i'd be like not on my watch you know what yeah then we could have had jesus the sequel yeah jim caviezel returns <laughs> the bible too the bible um, too the, the yeah. last testament that would have been a good name for a bible Coming this summer, the Last Testament. Yeah, yeah, we could um, and it could have been all sorts of interesting, really. Mm. You know, he would have been yeah. like, "Father, you have forsaken me." <laughs> you know, you could have a whole thing; it'd be awesome. Yeah, Jesus versus the Jews would have been a big battle. Ooh, okay, yeah, Barabbas. You know, you let Barabbas yeah. out instead of me. 
punch us, pilot. We'll see who can punch harder. Yeah, yeah you make it an anime. His ass kicked. I think an anime. Jesus, the anime. Yeah, that sounds more the story we might continues. Have to get it. I think that would yeah. be awesome. Yeah, we might have to get on that. So, <laughs> oh Jesus, oh, 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 you come from the cave. You know, you'd have all like the 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 anime Mary Magdalene and be like the cutesy anime girl. I could have. Uh, have you ever seen um, Korean Jesus? Oh, fucking dude is ripped. Yeah, he's yoked. Yeah, man. Do Korean Korean Jesus is hench. Korean Jesus, all the Jesuses fighting each other. Korean Jesus would probably win, to be honest. Korean with Jesus. Is, I'm Our surprised Jesus Korean kinda, Jesus didn't come off the. Our Jesus has like a swimmer's body. He is handsome. handsome. He is very like, handsome. I mean, like, eyes, understanding, welcoming. Eyes. I wish I had a body like Jesus. You know, Jesus has yeah, like yeah. he's got that. He's got that real nice six pack. You know, it's like I know what the fuck because he was eating like bread the whole time, making loaves and drinking wine and shit. But like he's he's svelte. I guess if you can magic up food, you can probably magic away. Fat. Yeah, my way could just magic up a six pack. Yeah, exactly. You can yeah. sculpt it. Like you can ask his dad to go fuck her sort of. <laughs> you can ask his dad to go fuck. <laughs> you go fuck no dad. Make me own six pack. No, no, no. That's what sort dad her sort of make me. An but old then he's six-packer. he's his own dad as well, which is sort he of, is. But he's you know, his dad is very. Real dad in fact, well, it is a bit more. It's almost more Jesus. convoluted than an anime, isn't it? Yeah, I'm getting all these fucking notifications tonight. It's notification fuzz on my you phone. Have a I don't know if they'll, I don't know if they'll come through on the uh, recording, but fuck me, my PC's uh, popping. I can't, off. I can't hear it on my side. So I'm okay, getting fucking Xbox apps and all going here. Do this and that. I'm like Jesus Christ, class man. Um, speaking of Jesus Christ, we're going to um, Indonesia. Where you know they're not big on <laughs> Jesus Christ in Indonesia. <laughs> I was just about to say, like, that's a fucking weird segue, man. But I like that you went for it. I like yeah, it. Yeah. They're, they're not big on it. It's eighty six point seven all percent Islam in Indonesia. Ah, uh, you know? yeah, yeah. I didn't and know that. It but... is ten point seven two percent Christian and one point seven four percent Hinduism. Okay, one percent other, which is like Sandy Star Mickey, Wars, Zenu, Zenu, all that other stuff. Pis, yeah. Pisu, Pisu, Pis, the Piss God, Pisu, the Piss God. Um, Shout out Piss God. Yeah. Uh, okay, so here we go, guys. In Indonesia. Ghosts are actually keeping people indoors. So it's the about turn. We had ghosts inside, maybe wanting people, maybe making people want to leave. Now we have ghosts outside trying to drive people indoors. So, Kepa village in Indonesia has been haunted by ghosts. Mysterious white figures out at unsuspecting, jumping out at unsuspecting passerbys and then gliding off under a full moon sky. What's going on, you might ask? Well, the village on Java Island has deployed a cast of ghosts to patrol the streets, hoping that the age-old superstition will keep people indoors and safely away from the virus. We want it to be different and create a deterrent effect because Pokong are spooky and scary, said Anjar Pankaningkias. He's head of a village youth group that coordinated with the police on the unconventional initiative to promote social distancing as the coronavirus spreads. Known as Pokong, the ghostly figures are typically wrapped in white shrouds with powdered faces and coal-rimmed eyes. In Indonesian folklore, they represent the trapped souls of the dead. But when they first started appearing this month, or when I say this month, I mean last year, this month, or whatever the fuck, Uh, they had the opposite effect. Instead of keeping people in, they brought them out to catch a glimpse of the apparitions. They went viral, man. They went viral. Indonesia viral, nary a phone. Mm. Uh, 
However, the organisers have since changed tack, launching surprise Pokong patrols with village volunteers playing the part of the ghosts. <laughs> President Joko Widodo has... Jocko res- Willinks. Jocko Willinks. You get up at 4am, work Good. hard or fuck off. Uh, Someone shit in your mouth. Someone shit in your mouth. Don't ask for bread. You just fucking swallow it. Jocko Wilnick used to be a Marine. I fucking hate myself. You got run over and you're crippled. Good. Good. What are you going to do now? Can't crawl anymore. Good. What are you going to do next? Uh, present- have Crohn's disease and you've had your bowel resectioned. Good. <laughs> it's just. It's not good, Jocko. Will you let the man up? Just let him mourn. Lost your legs in Fallujah to an RPG. Good. Good. Just now you get now you get up and you walk around on your stubs. Good. Good. That's what you do. Just Good. got home. The house you bought with everything in it. Your wife's fucking your father. Now it's Good. his house. Good. <laughs> it's like fucking Christ, Jocko. Jocko's gonna beat the shit out of us. Oh, if stop. He He's probably on his way convention. already. He'd get up he's so early. He'd be in Ireland as well. He'd hey. fucking absolutely smash it. I'd say he's some tough role. Fuck me. Mm. That's a very BJJ specific, but. I'd say he'd absolutely smash because um, he's just like I think he's like he's probably like I think he's related to Geo dude a little bit he's kind of mm. real short and stubby yeah, but he'd yeah. fucking kill you like he'd, but like he'd be climbing up me like a he's fucking like super masochistic King up. you know like I'd say yeah. I'd say if he has a, a sensual night with someone, he just gets him to tie him up and just absolutely kick the shit out of him. You it's know? actually really funny watching uh, Theo Vaughn has a podcast with him the first time mm. and like he like doesn't Theo, know what to make no, Theo, no. I'd say. No, Theo was trying to do his shtick and like Jocko's just kind of looking at him like he has six heads and it's like this weird type of thing where they're trying to navigate each other. It's pretty funny. He does, to be fair to Jocko, he does actually come around to one side. Mm. You know, he, he realises, but it's, it's funny. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but he is oh, like Dave Goggins is the same way. They're just dudes that like, they, they're endurance punishment men. Well, every, yeah, everyone gets by with different sort of coping mm. mechanisms and, and like we're saying with stoicism maybe there's a little bit of that in, in oh the I'd say there's quite a lot approach. of that in them yeah, yeah quite sure. yeah so so you know it's everyone gets it's horses for courses people people have different ways of dealing with stuff yeah. I suppose but that whole like good thing yeah, can good. be fairly annoying to me now if I was good. like <laughs> if I had been like paralysed in a car accident good. or something and fucking Jack on it when it comes in and tells me good yeah. I gotta want to fucking hit him over the head with a hammer you you're know? a world famous violinist and now you're deaf blind and your arms don't <laughs> work good yeah, I'm like, come here, Jack. I'm in the wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, I, I can only move my head. I'm like, come here, come here, close yeah. to me there. I have to whisper. And when he gets close, I'm headbutting him. Yeah. Like, you know? like, I'm going to fucking break this violin over your fucking big meat head. Um, yeah, yeah. But lovely man. Uh, lovely man. So, President Jocko Willenick, or Widodo, has yeah, resisted yeah. <laughs> a national lockdown to curb the coronavirus. Instead, he's been urging people to practice social distancing and good hygiene. Ah, of course. Which is a good... Which is a good... Uh, as we all know, retrospectively, worked amazingly. Touch wood, Eamon, you know, I spent my time being sensible for the last year and a half and I haven't picked it up, so I'm mm. quite happy. I've, I've, Same as, I've yeah. I've been careful. I've been, you know, relatively sensible. At, at I've done least... a few little bold things here and there. I've been a little bit cheeky. Yeah, been look, a little bit, look, it's been a little bit of cheekiness now. Do you know what I mean? Like, we've all, we've all, look, you know what I mean? Like, well, a bit of a cheeky. You know what I mean? And doing a bit of an old wink there from the camera. You know, yeah, we're winking there, but you can't you know see us, but we are yeah, doing a bit doing of winking. Irish wink. And, uh, yeah, I've been good. Look, I, I've, you know, the Rob thing has been, I've always worn my mask. And mm. 
in the car I do have a little bit of hand sanitizer, so I will sanitize when I get in and out of the car and, and yeah. so far so good. And and I've been out every single day by the way, so mm. because I'm caring for my grandparents I've been, you know, uh, I do shopping most yeah. days. I'll, I'll be out and about. I'll be in fucking pharmacies. All that shit. Well, my and, um, my yeah pissy countenance means that it's quite hard for the virus to actually live on me because the ammonia, say, the ammonia from the piss, yeah. would, it just it destroys it. They talk about yeah. vitamin D now, baby. You need Not some piss. vitamin P. You know. What I mean? <laughs> You just spray piss all over yourself, then, do you? Well, like not intentionally, water. but it does happen, oh. and it seems to deter the virus. Well, the so. fumes, I suppose. You oh, know, the vapors. fumes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um. So, yeah, so the highest rates of coronavirus in Asia after China are, in fact, in Indonesia. So some of these communities, such as Kepu Village, have decided to take measures into their own hands, imp- imposing the ghostly patrols, lockdowns, and restricting movement in and out of their village. Residents still lack awareness about how to curb the spread of COVID-19, said the village head, Priyadi. They want to live like normal, so it is very difficult for them to follow the instruction to stay at home. Um, Yeah, of course. There are now 4,241 confirmed cases of coronavirus in Indonesia. So, you know, this is is previous, yeah, it's a while ago. Yeah, whatever. So, since the Pokong appeared, parents and children have not left their their houses and people will not gather or stay on the streets after evening prayers. Mm. So kind of like Eamon, you know, I suppose they're trying to remind them, like, here, you know, you walk out here, it's all dead people, you know, we're going around, we're yeah. ghosts. It's yeah. kind of like and cigarette packets over here that have, like, pictures of fucking lung cancer mm. and all that. And, uh, you know, fucking dead fetuses, like, lads fucking their head all exploding yeah. and shit. Yeah, it's like that the... I mean, if you think about the smoke amount of people cigarette. that smoke cigarettes, like, where the fuck are these people? I've never seen one of these people. Yeah, they show, you know, pictures of lungs that mm. look like fucking tripe out with the butchers. Oh, all stop, yeah. Lung, they, I think they just, just took pictures of coal. Look at this lung, yeah, yeah. fuck that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I think that it's it's grim. They show mm. a lot of, like, really brutal. And I think, actually, Ireland is generally featured abroad for our brutal sort of stances on things. It's like the um, road safety ads. Oh, they yeah. show them like they show Shall them in England and stuff as a way to be like, check this fucking man shit out. And then there's just yes. a car coming <laughs> over the hedge, killing a family. So, like, yeah, everyone, YouTube, uh, Irish road safety advertisements, and like they're so fucking. Oh bleak. fuck! Do you remember the one where it was like lads in his car and he's fucking texting or whatever, and there's a girl sitting on a wall shifting yeah. a lad. They're really shifting young, lad, they're and your man drives the, the car into your man, so your man dies, but he's fucking fused mashed. with her legs anyway. Yeah, he's mashed up, and then the obviously wall. it's just her in the wheelchair crying, and your man's like, "Don't text and drive, you fucking shit." Oh, when but they're so. Become one, somebody like, <laughs> body that, that to body, funk <laughs> to funk. That was the other one. And you remember then the one where the the young lad, the it's about not wearing your seatbelt, and his ma like breaks real fast or they crash, and he headbutts the back of her seat, and she dies, but he's grand. Yeah, and it's all like you killed ma, and they're all yeah, man. It's a uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're right. The we're fucking vicious on her. They're not a show them in England as a way of to be like, what the fuck are these lads all over there? And are the English like Jesus? Now to be fair, we we did yeah. Look at these rugged peasants. Now don't even know how to drive. Those filthy swines are putting out. Why would you? Why would you kiss somebody on a wall like some sort of charlatan? 
Or not a charlatan, some sort of a... Savage. Savage, savage woman. Jesus. Um, Yeah, to be fair, but I mean, you have to remember, we did also have members of the parliament saying that lads should be allowed to drive home in the country with five points. The level of drive, like, apparently, right, the level of the standard of driving here is pretty good. Mm. But... To me, it's abysmal. As I said, we just said earlier, it's all relative. Yeah. It's fucking abysmal here sometimes. Like, I, the other day, I seen a do uh, a, a girl, actually, and the three of them were in the car, with their head down texting, right? All three in the car. The light had gone green for no joke 30 seconds. They were just there, st- stood still. And I'm like, what in the name of fuck? I've had loads of crazy shit happen on roads here. You do need a sixth sense, but then again, Eamon. I've seen some crazy ass driving in fucking in, in other countries too. Yeah, true. Well, man, when I, when I was in Peru, it was just yeah, like, oh, forget fucking it. I wouldn't I even know. get. I wouldn't get in anything with an engine if I was in Peru. I didn't know I'd what like, was going, I'm going on. on a bike. Sometimes you're getting into a taxi and you just don't know where. You don't know. <laughs> am I even going to survive this? Why do the bad the dogs bark all night in Lima? Nobody knows, but they do, and you can't sleep. Uh, yeah, I, strange. I, I, I feel like they should really develop a dog translator. We should really know what the fuck mm. they're saying because they are saying shit. Like that. Like like if you played Monsterful's podcast to someone who had no grasp of like the English language, it would probably sound like how a dog sounds barking. They're like mm. they're just making random noises with their mouth, random sounds. Yeah. So we need to find the nuances of the dog language. We need to find out what the fuck they're saying. I feel like why isn't why isn't this a thing? Like why haven't we done this? Yet? You need Caesar Milan, isn't he able to talk to dogs and all that sort of yeah. stuff? How how civilized are we? I mean, if we don't know what a dog says and we live with them all the time, not very civilized. Um, no, if a dog barks, I should know what it's saying. Like I tell you one thing, we need to stop fucking doing things with space, and we need to start making beer that doesn't make you hungover and yeah. dog language. Until, They're the two top things. Beer that doesn't make you piss either. Mm, and clear, yeah, cure my pissy disease. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, a beer that makes you not piss. It does the reverse. It actually takes piss away. Which you would think, actually, because drink dehydrates you, you would think yeah. it would actually remove But, yeah, I mean, to be fair, you are. Because, you know, you're meant to drink two litres of water a day yes, or whatever. that's piss. Forget about that. That's piss city if I yeah, do that. But if you're drinking pints, like, you're drinking four litres of alcohol while you're oh, out man. easily. You know? yeah. That's true, actually. I never thought of it. Yeah, man. Liters. And then you're... That's it. Like, you're... Like, just think of the amount of... So four pints is fucking two litres, more or less. Yeah. It's, it's actually Jesus. more than two litres, because a pint is Yeah, more it's than a little bit over, isn't it? It's five, three, five, four, five, three, two, or something like that. Yeah, man, that's grim. I, I'm, I'm fancying... I know you're off to drink. It's a bit rude to me, but I'm fancying a fucking Guinness. I drink a Guinness with you. You know, it's just... No, I, you're not I'm, allowed. So I'm, off, I'm off the drink if it's, like, me drinking no, half no, bottles no. of gin no, no, you're not on a Wednesday. Either. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to stay away from. But a, a, a simple old pint of Guinness—that'd <laughs> be grand. Is that what pissy Eamon sounds like? No, is that, the true? Is that your no, true sound? Listen to me now. You, I comes in here the whole time. You no. gives me an old pint of Guinness, and I—I I swear, I give it to me on tick. I be back into Mata, and I give you the money. All right. That's gonna be That's... me when I'm older, like. 
That is the grim yeah. alcoholic end, end stage yeah. alcoholism in Ireland. Do, is do you, you sell, and get do you sell tins from behind the bar, do you? No, you do actually get pints on loan, though. It's fairly bleak. It just, mm-hmm. just as you said, that just reminds me of people. I'm like, wow, yeah, that is actually pints on tick till they get the pension and all. Yeah, it's grim. Man. Yeah, until they get the, until they get their dole or whatever, their welfare check, they'll like. In Ireland, it's quite common for like you know you'd have a fairly good relationship with your publicans and um, yeah, like they would let you have pints mm-hmm. on tick and then you would go in and pay when you get your welfare. Yeah. Gorilla so, welfare, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Evan, you know we've had a little ghosty episode there. We yeah. found out that you are the piss god, Zeno. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, a, I'm a kind of an off yellow sort of a ghost. Yeah, we found out that I'm Jim Caviezel after well, a bottle of whiskey you've done better than i have in this uh i wind up being a man may like that's very pissy and you wind up being a very handsome jesus actor jim caviezel i remember actually all the <laughs> all the priests used to love jim caviezel i remember uh in school like they were talking about jim caviezel and how cool he was the priests they actually were like i'm not even being funny they're like oh jim caviezel's great and all this i'm like what the fuck but yeah jim caviezel is great to be fair to him <laughs> I wonder is he religious do you reckon Jim Caviezel's religious he has to be right I don't know <laughs> he's a handsome man like. let me just type in Jim Caviezel I'm gonna yeah, that's why I'm looking at Jim Caviezel here right now and I'm going is there me. any pictures of him with his uh... I'll follow I, I, he kind of looks actually in some pictures he kind of looks like Tom Cruise they is, all have is, a is he the Christian he's Tom been Cruise? married since 1996 so you know yeah, he played Monte Cristo as well apparently the Count of Monte Cristo and then you're the Scarlet Pimpernel, so hmm. there's some sort of, you know, there's a bit of something going on. There he is, he was at Comic-Con. Uh, is he American? Jesus, I'm very yeah. disappointed. Oh, my monitor's about to go asleep in 50 seconds. Um, <laughs> He's American. <clears throat> He's from fucking Mount Vernon, Washington. Yeah. Ah, Jim. Bye, Jim. You can't be going around with a name like Jim Caviezel and you're from fucking Washington. I thought he was like fucking Mesopotamian or something, Persian. I, I maybe I, he's American. No, I don't know. I, th- I thought he was Persian or something. <clears throat> okay, anyway, let's put a pin in this. My display is literally going to go off in twenty <laughs> seconds, and I have no. But you fucking use the mouse, man. No, it's the t- it's the hooked up to the monitor. It's not about the it's the display. Let's I've see what robbed. happens. I'm going to keep talking though because we have 15 seconds left. It's the Ewok technology. <laughs> we don't have the nah man. Such an annoying Look, it's saying the television's also. literally saying goodbye to me now. <laughs> goodbye, goodbye. It could so end abruptly. Let's see what happens here. I don't know what's going to happen, man. It's going to be some crack. Though. Am I? Are you still talking to me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah what an annoying. Right. If you have headphones in, you're fine. Well, I tell you one thing, I can't see the stop button. So so, so there you go. <laughs> he's, he's so annoyed to have a podcast. You'd, it's, you'd almost swear that people were giving us money to do this. And then you have this fucking yokel who's like, right. me, me screen is off. I so just want I to say to everybody anymore. that I appreciate everybody that listens to the podcast in spite of this deeply unprofessional arrangement I have set up here. But I'm going to go get a remote control now. So Rob's going to talk to you and then I'm going to press the stop button so we can send no, the, don't. the no, M335 no. Go on. Go on, get I'm going to keep you? it going are you? yeah, yeah go all right, get tell, your, tell go the on, people get uh, about all the cool stuff we have coming go on, down get the your line. go on go on fuck after now get your water so anyway Jim Caviezel in 1996 Caviezel married Carrie Bro with a high school English teacher very nice and you know he went on to portray Jesus 
and they adopted three children from China who had cancer. Wow, Jim Caviezel. I can really see why the priests love them. They're both devout Catholics who oppose abortion. Yikes. Caviezel has been featured public. You know, abortion's a tricky subject, really, isn't it? I kind of feel like, personally, that it is tricky. I kind of feel like, right, if you oppose abortion, you should be willing to what? adopt Im- immediately. What the fuck is after happening here? <laughs> I'm talking about Jim Caviezel. He opposes abortion. I th- I thought you were just talking about abortion, telling the people <laughs> your thoughts on it. I was like, fucking Christ, that's gone off the rails fairly bad. <laughs> kind of feel like if you oppose abortion, then you know you're kind of right. No, I'm talking about Jim Caviezel, right? So what I'm saying is he's a magnificent man. You know? mm. Do you know he was and originally meant to play Cyclops in X Men? He would have been a great Cyclops would as well. Been yeah. a great Cyclops. He only has um, one eye. <laughs> He, uh, no, no, he, he opposes abortion, right? And I was kind of like saying. Like he fights it? Yeah, yeah, yeah he actually actively <laughs> he fights abortion. Like, come he on, fights. abortion, you shall not take any more feet high. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he adopted children. So what I was kind of saying is, I feel like if you strongly oppose abortion, then a motherfucker better be ready to fucking pick up some babies, right? But he did do that. Yeah, yeah. So then he's, well, I mean, look, he's Jesus Christ at the end of the day. Well, he says, he said, uh, I do love scenes, but not ones with gratuitous sex. And it's oh. not just about my wife, although that's important. It's sin, pure and simple. I mean, <laughs> it's wrong. He's talking about Ashley Judd. He refused to strip in high crimes. Um, I don't know, man. Ashley the more Judd. I'm reading about him, the more I think he's a bit of a shtick in the mud. Ashley Judd was, she was nice looking back in the day. Yeah, listen, you're one of these liberal fucking pissy smelly fucking Listen, man, if, if you can't listen, smell like piss, what's the listen, point right? of being alive? Ashley Judd is pretty, right? She was going to be getting nude with Jim Caviezel. Jim Caviezel... Man, be- here now, whatever about Ashley Judd, all right? He yeah. requested that he wear a shirt... And that Jennifer Lopez wear a top during a love uh, scene in the film. Jennifer Lopez, who at 51 looks like she's fucking 23. We're getting to the bottom. We're getting to the bottom of it here. Hang on. Monster Fuzz Detective. Ashley Judd explains why she chose to have an abortion. Oh, now. Jesus. What the fuck did happen to Jim. this episode? <laughs> like, no, Jim Caviezel abortion. There's a lot of trickiness here going on. It's oh, a whole, It's a whole, like, muddy... You said stick in the mud. This whole topic is muddy. Um... What is turned? We've gone from a ghost podcast with Jim Caviezel. I podcast. just, I just tried to like turn on the display on my monitor, and when I came back, you know, you're talking about Jim Caviezel fighting Ashley Judd's abortion, or so. I don't know what's going on. I think we could get in a lot of trouble for this episode. The dying minutes. Uh, yeah, Jim well, Caviezel look. though wearing a t-shirt when you're trying to fucking film a scene with with Jennifer Law, <laughs> you'd want to fucking you'd want to have a think for yourself, Jim Caviezel. Yeah, Evan, you're a liberal. You just want to see the fucking world burn. You know, you I want do to want to see the world burn. Everything with chlamydia, which would be fucking. Why are you gonna arse. like? It's called acting. You're gonna run around them and with fucking terminal dingleberries coming off your arse. I feel like I feel big, like if you're if you're not if you're not willing to wear if you're not willing to wear a t-shirt. Like and do all that. I just think I I think there's some skeletons in that chap's closet, man. I think it's something's gonna come out about him. Something is gonna come out. Never nature. mind me. I'm. Yeah, I, you know, about it. You're, I'm you're what sin- I am. 
You're full of fucking sin, right? And yeah. Jim Caviezel is pure. No, he's now, not. He was born with sin. If he's a Catholic, then he was born with sin. He has a fucking website, jimcaviezel.us. I'm going into it. <laughs> I'm fucking clicking on it. A brand new website. He's in a film <laughs> called Infidel soon. and Sound of Freedom. You can watch the trailers. www.jimcaviezel. And, and he uses like a, a Jesus font. It's kind of like a church font, isn't it? It's like it's like that, you know. But anyway, look, Jesus, Jim Caviezel is a listen, you fucking arsehole. He's a man of fucking faith. What does it take you, women? <laughs> <laughs> listen to me, you. So bitch. it takes me. Here's what it gets me. Listen, no, listen no, you, you listen. You what you listen to me, man. You listen to me. You? I'll meet you down in that handball you, you alley, bitch. and so help me God. <laughs> What fucking faith does it take you, right? You run around riding what you want, you bitch. Yeah. Jim Caviezel. Jim Caviezel. Do you know how, do you, hang on, listen to me. How many wanks do you, do you know think Jim Caviezel had over Jennifer you know Lopez how, after you know forcing her to fucking, wear a t-shirt? Listen. Fuck out of here. How much pussy does Jim Caviezel get thrown at him? Not a lot. Basis? A fucking lot. No. If you look like Jim Caviezel, he's a gorgeous man. Beautiful. Jim Caviezel does. Look at he's wearing his little beautiful hat there. He looks like someone that would be on the back of a horse and cart on his Wikipedia. Look wife of his fucking Christ. Look at Jim Caviezel, right? Look at it. He's got beautiful, forgiving eyes. He, he looks... When he's portraying Jesus in The Passion of the Christ, he's got these sorrowful, understanding, welcoming eyes, right? And then you have you, right, who comes along. Smelling the piss. What's the fucking... <laughs> Smelling the piss wants to slide right up against yeah. women in nightclubs. I'm fucking real. Yeah. I'm real. Jim Caviezel has skeletons in his closet, man. I can see it. I know it. I know fucking sin when I see it, man. And that Listen, chap has it. Look at that. Jim, Jim Caviezel Jim looks Caviezel like the wax pure. fucking the wax puppet of wow, Ted. <laughs> this is fucking rude anyway but if Jim Caviezel right, can be fucking pure I can be pure Jim Caviezel right? played a murderer what is that beautiful man Jeez, look he looks like Jesus if if Jim Caviezel held me in his arms I'd be a devout Catholic straight away he looks do you know what he looks like a good Jason Momoa Jason Samosa is the evil version of Jim Caviezel. Yeah. That kind of rhymes James, as well. Jason Samosa. Versus, I, I trust I'm Jason at, Samosa way more. I would definitely, because Jason Samosa, you know what you're getting with him. This Jason Caviezel Samosa's lad, there's something, off with your there's something behind. Shoulder yeah, and so is Jim Caviezel. He's just going to no. pretend he isn't. He's like, no. we wore a t-shirt. No. It was fine. Like, no, 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 no. Jim Caviezel, you're going to bring your missus to Jim Caviezel. No, so, man. Jim. Jim, my missus has a very Jim Caviezel is the kind of fan that starts a fucking commune and rides everyone's <laughs> wife. That's Jim, what Jim Caviezel Jim, does. Jim, Jim he starts a cult and he bangs all the no, wives. Jim, Jim is going to go lay down, my lamb. And you're going to put put down your missus on the floor and Jim is going to put his hands over her ovaries and he's going to go, hush, hush child. And uh, she goes, ah, oh, Jim, I'm worried. He goes, fear not, young one, for I'm going to fix you. And then a little orange glow comes out, not like your fucking pissy glow. My pissy way. glow is more honest than Jim Caviezel's life-affirming pro-life thing could ever be. And my, then my hailed. pissy glow is real. It's oh, true. Furniture is popping off tonight. I'm not going to lie. It's well, that's really because farty. you're talking shite. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you, you want to be careful now because I'll, I'll, I'll never be careful. I'll die for Jim I'll Caviezel. never be careful. I'll fight to the you death against Jim Caviezel. <laughs> you heeding is talking fucking mad shit wow just Jim Caviezel I, said I know we didn't make an anti-semitic film this is what the gospels are and it's none of my business what other people think of me 
See, Jim Caviezel doesn't give a fuck about what the Jews think. How rude, Jim. How no, rude. What do you, what, her, her Sophia, what, do you, what do you reckon made the Passion of the Christ right? Was it Mel Gibson's love for Jesus or Mel Gibson's hate for the Jews? <laughs> I think it was probably Which... the second one, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably that one. Pete, now, how, like, is is Mel Gibson super religious? Uh, um, I mean, probably right. Jim, he's he play, he played Saint Luke as well. He's fucking just out of control. <laughs> he's just a, yeah, Gibson. biblically. Who's he gonna? He's gonna fuck around and play God next. Do you know? Okay, he's kind of nearly yeah, there with Jesus. He says, "When you live in holiness, when you really try to stop sinning, you become braver." You become more courageous. You He's become right. a man of your word. You become a man of conviction that you're not willing right. to sell out and you're really a true knight in shining armour. Bit, bit, you see, you, bit you of an ego love, trip there, referring to yourself. You'd only love to corrupt Jim Caviezel. You'd only love to corrupt him. You'd if, love to if, say if I was hanging like around you. with Jim Caviezel, he'd be like, get thee behind you'd me, love, Eamon. And I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, Jim. yeah. You'd love to say he's like you and Jim. all fucking slimy. And I just want you to use my yeah. bumble and swipe <laughs> on what you like. It's okay, Jim. It's only my <laughs> bumble. They will only see me. But please swipe <laughs> on the visage of the one that you are attracted to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just you just like to think that he's not holy. But Jim, listen. I'll be honest Everyone. with you, man. I haven't thought about Jim Caviezel in so long. Probably <laughs> since the Passion of the Christ. I've never, I don't even, I've never considered Jim Caviezel. I'm sure he's a wonderful man. We're just making noise with our faces and having the crack here. Jim Caviezel, you I wish you well. Me. I love Jim Caviezel. I wish you well. I wish you well fucking standing outside the abortion clinics with your fucking Picard signs. Look, son, People you do realize. you. You know, you fucking stand. At the end of the day, Jim understands. He does understand if you do have to have an abortion. He he understands. And <laughs> he put words in Jim's mouth. He said it. Was, he said he was totally against it. There a second ago, Jim Caviezel was like, "Fucking do that, and I'll do you, and we'll make well, this, another baby like that." Well, not know. a lot of people know that this podcast was actually going to be a Jim Caviezel. Podcast. It was just going Initially. to be me reading stories about Jim Caviezel, and Eamon wasn't even involved. Eamon actually came along to me and corrupted me mm. into making a fucking podcast about like, demons. I was like, why do uh, why do something about the one who, the false idol who pretends to be Jesus when we could talk about Mothman and the devils, the demons. Uh, yeah, exactly. So Eamon and Zenu came down after me mm. and fucking ruined me, Jim Caviezel. And cast, the skies so. were yellow with the smell of piss and verily... Eamon did I, announce himself. I've just happened across a faithfully Catholic perspective newsletter here as well. Uh, so, fucking Jim, Jim Caviezel.net or whatever the fuck. Shout out to Catholics, shout out to Christianity. Uh, as I get older, I see a place for religion more and more, to be honest. Now, Eamon, of course, as we fuck know, me. is a big smelly, pissy. Yeah, a big, it's, it's a Catholic thing to do, is accuse people of smelling of piss while lauding your own fucking, oh, Jesus, hey, fucking, whoa. No, no I do, Yay I like Lord. some of Jesus. Yeah, oh yeah. I read a lot about him all from Easter, Jesus. to be honest, I, yeah. I felt 40 days holy. and 40 nights. I did, I felt that one, but, you know, I felt, I just was like, I need to go. There's no I reason for this podcast to still be going on. No reason. <laughs> fucking no talked, reason. Absolutely no talked, reason. We've talked about Jim Caviezel. <laughs> for, for like, more. like a quarter of the podcast. No, no, we've talked about Jim Caviezel more than we've talked about ghosts. <laughs> fucking... 
I'm going to go on to adverts.e and see what happens when I type in Jim Caviezel because I want I'm telling you there was people buying posters of Jim Caviezel in uh, in Ireland back when Passionate of Christ came out there was people that loved him no results you know? the love is gone <laughs> I wonder if I can get Jim Caviezel t-shirts actually you That's probably can get Jim Caviezel t-shirts Hang on should we just make a monster foes Jim Caviezel t-shirt <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Jim Caviezel Jim, Jim is so holy the fucking wind blows through him like oh there is there's a t-shirt to him as Jesus I'm getting that shit <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting that shit spoken like a true fucking catholic yeah, I get that. <laughs> I'm getting that shit oh lord yeah shout out to Jim Caviezel he's a very oh. nice man um, yeah, love uh, smile. Full disclosure, Jim. I'm sure you are a wonderful man. We're just, we're just, we're just making noise with our mouths. We're saying the funny things. No, hang on, sorry. You are not me. I love Jim Caviezel. <laughs> You're talking shit now, not me. I, the, I'm the one that wanted. It'd Jim be Caviezel some laugh boy. if this was like Jim Caviezel's favorite podcast, and he's just, he's just, he's just in the fetal position, crying. He's like, why do they think this? I am a righteous man. You do you, Jim. I am. I am. This. I did. I did think he was from Persia or Mesopotamia. Though. I'm very disappointed that. Um, Where's he from? Fucking. He's from fucking like New Jersey, Jersey or something. Yeah. Oi. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Jim Caviezel. <laughs> anyway, so hey man, if you got anything you'd like to add to this Jim Caviezel podcast, uh, it shouts out obviously to Jim Caviezel. Um, <laughs> thanks for all the inspiration for today's episode, which was about thanks, living Jim. with ghosts and not realizing you were living with ghosts because of the lockdown. Uh, so when you were forced to stay home, the sort of mental issues that that might have placed on you, and maybe some of the explanations besides uh, behind seeing ghosts, uh, and gradually just evolved into me smelling of piss and uh, Jim Caviezel's <laughs> piousness. <laughs> They're going to be looking at the episode like they're going, wow, two hours of ghosts. <laughs> just Jim Caviezel. An hour of smelling Jim Caviezel. And even the ghost stories, like, let's be honest, they were a bit shite, weren't they? Like, they were like, oh, the kettle fucking boiled by well, itself one day. Ones, like, saw, I know, yeah, look, yeah. man, I was looking for people who saw ghosts. We saw one lad saw a fucking soldier in his kitchen. That was about the bones of it. It wasn't even his kitchen. It was an Airbnb. Fuck me. Some shit episode. It's like, are we still, like, this is some shit podcast, to be fair. It's just so fucking stupid. Like, oh, we're talking about fucking Jim Caviezel fucking being pro-life, going going around the place, anti-aborting people. He brought, yeah, and you're running off with your fucking telly turning off and everything. Well, that's because it turns off after five hours. <laughs> that's the way it's set to do. It's for the environment, man. Sustainability. You're so dramatic. We've only been recording for three, by the way. That's not... But, we've been recording for three, but this TV's yeah. been on... Not 12 inches from my face for five hours. That's <laughs> not for fucking five, five hours. Five hours, Rob. Um, you just so don't realise it because you're too busy thinking about Jim Caviezel. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the problem. Every fucking posture. episode, usually we don't capture it like this, but the chap just fucking wears the ear off you about Jim Caviezel. Yeah, that's true. You that fucking Eamon love <laughs> Jim Caviezel. Eamon has been suppressing uh, he's been doing his best really That's to try and keep so, it under wraps I've been trying to keep it on the rails like we can't get it out that you're a but massive he went off he left the computer for a while and I had a chance to really as soon as I came it. back in literally yeah. it went off got the TV working again and as soon as I come back in all I hear is like I suppose if you are getting an abortion do you know like and I was like what the turned out I it was Jim Caviezel like, all along 
But yeah, but his, his hair doesn't look great when he's Jesus. It kind of looks dyed or something, which I don't think uh, Jesus would have been into mm. dyeing his hair with a bit of just for men or anything, you know? Do you know what I mean? Jesus probably... I think Jesus had a few braids, like he was stressed out. Like, I would have been very stressed. Like, you're trying to have dinner one minute and then the next, you know, you're the garden of Gethsemane and sure fucking before you know it, there, Jesus is lying to you. And then sure, you're 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 out on the you're they're nailing you to a tree. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> literally, Jesus. It's not it's so, not easy, man. Evan, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so he's got blonde hair there. Jesus said, frosted his tips. It's fucking what's he doing? Yeah, who like? Can you trust a man that that has frosted tips? <laughs> Serious question. I don't know, but I can't trust the man that adopts three Chinese children, though, to be fair to him. What a good man. Why did he have to go uh, to China to adopt children? What had happened? I don't know. Maybe he, he found something out that needed to be found out. <laughs> and uh, Ashley Judd, to be fair. <laughs> he found something out that needed to be found out. Go on, what did Ashley Judd do? She <laughs> had the abortion there's anyway. There's something, there's something going on with Ashley Judd anyway, and I don't want to get into a bus. Uh, there is something going on with her. What? Um, so oh, was that just, the cliffhanger for this week? So that everybody tunes back in next week. <laughs> next, oh, I can't wait to is, hear what they fucking talk about next week. Oh, okay, hang on, no. Um, something did happen to Ashley Judd, so we won't go into it. What? Uh, no, something happened to her. Like I'm looking at her saying something happened to her. But is there any way we could just cut this whole lop off <laughs> when my screen goes and we just we lop it off at the head? <laughs> And we just forget it ever happened. Let's cut the head off this snake. No, no, no. Jim Caviezel stays in. Jim Caviezel. And it's your fault. Jim Caviezel. Amen. Jim Caviezel. I have been Rob. I have been Jim Caviezel. Jim Caviezel. Just keep saying the name until it loses all meaning. Jim Caviezel. James Caviezel. Jimmy Caviezel. What was his nickname as a kid? Hamash Caviezel. What did they call him? What did they call him when he was a kid? Oh, this one will grow up to lead man. Stop now, me me eyes are doing funny things from laughing. Fucking cod acting, that Jesus. (laughs) Cod acting, pretending. (laughs) Hashtag not my (laughs) saviour. I can't even clip this because it's 25 minutes. Fucking bullshit, Uh, like two two hours and two minutes because we're talking about Jim Caviezel for fucking 25 minutes. Now I'm not going to be able to sleep for ages. I have to work in the morning. Help me, Jim Caviezel. Help me, Jim Caviezel. I guarantee you tonight, it'll be lightning in your bed all smelly and pissy and everything like in some fucking doggy's Jim Caviezel's going to float through the window. It is okay, my child. I will forgive you. Jim, Jim will touch you on the forehead. I'd say Jim ah. will touch me, yeah. I'd say, I'd say <laughs> Careful now. Jim will touch you on the forehead and you'll go, ah. And you'll fall asleep, like if after having eight melatonins. Now, right. we're out of here, Evan. Let's, let me get out of here. We're trying to get out. Yeah, Lads, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you're still here, you fucking deserve a medal. God love you. With the Patreon money, we're going to get him in a monitor that doesn't turn off, or or at least he can have one of these modern remote controls mm. where he can tell the television, no, it's okay, you don't have to turn off. I do I'm have here. a remote control, I just left in the other room. Ah, of course. You're always doing this. You're always robbed. making me out to be a, <laughs> uh, to be a, a, an old cultured swine who can't work technology. Oh, and yeah, be well, that as it may, well, be yes. that as it may, it hurts me. It hurts me oh, emotionally. Okay. Sorry, Evan. Right. No, it Party doesn't really. is popping off. No, I know, man. It's just this Jim Caviezel shit. It's just, it's, you know, yeah. I don't know what's going on. It, 
I found another lad here that looks kind of like Jim Caviezel. <laughs> now we're just looking for people that look like Jim Caviezel. That's what this podcast has devolved into. <laughs> I've been Rob. I've been Get out of it. So, yeah, we've been monstrophones. Over and out, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.